going on everybody we're here we're here and a lot has happened over the last week we had some drama people are clutching their pearls people are getting upset we had the base packs we had the series three people are feeling pretty emotional one way or another uh but that's what nba top shots all about isn't it it's about getting emotional it's about spreading your feelings on twitter it's about the friends we make along the way um anyway we got a we got a poll going right now would you would you wear actually jeb's bear suit unwashed after a marathon run so covered in sweat for fifteen hundred dollars i don't know how long you'd have to wear that bear suit let's just say an entire day an entire day of wearing a sweaty bear suit We'll, we'll ask Jeb. I mean, he'll probably give us an idea if that's a good idea or not, because he's the only one who knows the status of such a thing after after a <laughs> after a marathon run. I'd imagine it'd be quite moist in there. Um, that's just my guess. Uh, so, what's up, Max? Morrow? I'm guessing Jeb wears underwear. If I had to guess, if is that factoring into your decision? Is it like if he was? you would or if he was you wouldn't that's 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 something you're gonna have to figure out on your own morrow all right so let's jump right into it let's cover the week that was in nba top shot let's talk about the five hot topics uh but look we got someone who's gonna wear it for an s1 lebron i don't know what the cheapest one is um yeah david we'll talk about this today the, mo- the marketplace isn't looking so hot Okay, so let's let that bass drop. Mm. Uh, series three, 10 packs per purchase. How did you feel about that, guys? Did you like that? Were you not so happy about that? I know Top Shot Tony, who looks, uh, you know, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, um, but this looks a whole lot like Mike's carrion. Uh, anyway, Top Shot Tony, he's he wasn't very happy. It's a good video. You should check it out. He wasn't very happy about these packs. And he also wanted to rip packs at the same time. And that, you know, I could kind of relate to that. I mean, I don't know. We'll talk about that today. I definitely wanted those packs. My take is that it's NBA Top Shot doing the math, just like Zach Galifianakis here. They're trying to figure out if we give users the ability to buy a whole bunch of packs at once, how many will do it? But here's the thing. Um, and anyway, let first, before we get to the thing, this is what the base pack is looking like. So, of course, new things. People want the new shiny thing, and then all of a sudden it's leveling off. But this is not like a straight straight downhill uh, trajectory, which is good. It's kind of leveling off here. Um, these are the, you know, if you could get these rookies, obviously you did quite well. This is the asking price just before the show. That Evan Mobley is one you would be very happy to get your hands on. The worst you could do was that Jalen Johnson at 43 in terms of rookies. And the floor on the moments is $3. So what does that mean? It means that these packs were clearly plus expected value um, with that $3 floor. My question is what happens? Well, 
the locker room packs are still available, which is a big reason why the floor is three dollars. Um, because you could buy these packs, it was automatic profit. Even if you got a bad pack, you could get together four of those moments and trade them in for three S2s. S2 floor is higher than four S3s and much better collector score. So it's like a no-brainer. If you could get those packs, you wanted them. Um, but my question is, how might these drops start looking as we continue on? Are we going to see the same amount of people lining up? Are people going to want 10 packs knowing that they can no longer trade in for a locker room pack because those are now sold out? And actually, the Top Shot Economist did make an appearance today in the Apology blog uh, about the Showcase Challenge. But this is another thing I've been thinking about. A lot of people have been calling it out on Twitter as well, which is, where is that economist? We'd love to hear from him. Why are we doing the 10 packs per person? I want to know. And also, this is another new thing that just happened, which is the 75 cereal has a little icon of the diamond to commemorate the 75th um, anniversary or of the NBA. To me, I hope that is just the beginning of something way bigger that we're not even considering, because if it's just that, then uh, that's um, not, a, not much at all. And that affects such a small amount of people that actually hold that cereal. Okay, before I go here, I see the chat's kind of going fast, so let me just take a quick look. Yeah, limit of three to five packs seems more appropriate, I think so. Mick has got his tinfoil hat on. He's saying the, the Top Shot definitely tanked the market on purpose. The market was high. It's just coming back down to earth. Okay. Morrow didn't get any. Andrew, um, they're going for the physical card concept. So thousands of packs, most of which are worthless. That does seem to be uh, the take on Twitter. I'm curious what to hear. What will our guests say about this? $2 floor imminent with more frequent $1 moments. I would say that's very likely when you consider um, that there's no easy way out from the S3 moments to the uh, locker room packs. But another thing to consider is these S1 packs. That's going to keep the pressure, the buying pressure on, on these moments. Um, all right, next. So this is the, the emotional topic of the day, which is the showcase challenge, the fandom thing. You had to buy, um, I see Pactrip in the, in the green room, not very happy about this. Uh, yeah, four legendary moments for a fandom reward. That was something we had never seen before. And rightfully so. A lot of people are like, what in the world is that about? And uh, Steve, who, depending on if he can get out of that Raptors game in time, will will make an appearance as well. Oh, he is actually in the green room. So, Steve, hello. Um, yeah, this was a big, big point of this, which I don't know, not enough people were talking about, which is that you would lose like 4,100 collector score by doing this challenge. That's insane. And, and you know, some people, 4,000 collector score is a lot. So that to me was insane. It was also obviously anyone collecting that set all of a sudden can't collect it anymore if it's if they don't feel like spending that kind of money on all these moments. So people rightfully felt pretty pretty bad about this. Um, some there was a conspiracy theory that uh, or not conspiracy theory, but they there was the blog was updated, um, and people were saying that they had sort of snuck in there like a thief in the night to change the text to say that, oh, this is, you know, this is how it's happening. And, but Alan actually came in with the 
archive.org link saying, no, it, it was like that in the beginning and we're not trying to rug you and we're trying to figure out what to do. We're discussing it internally and we got a result. They discussed it internally and here's what happened. Anybody who has the other fandom moments, those moments are now worth 30 points each. Anyone who had all the fandom moments leading into this event are getting a $100 credit. And uh, anyone who completes the challenge gets priority queue. So I'm curious how people feel that we're collecting. I think Pactrip might be one of those people. I know he's a big WNBA fan, so potentially he might have an opinion on that. I know Steve obviously was collecting. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm curious how those people feel because I'm an outsider. I just I think it's very hard for them to satisfy everybody. Um, and that's just the way it is right now. Otherwise, as somebody in the comments said, the market is not looking so hot. Uh, undercutting season is back. This is the base set of S1, for example. The S1 is not looking so hot. The run it back 2005, also not looking so hot. I think a lot of people um, were hoping that we'd see something from this run it back set, and we haven't really seen a whole lot in terms of utility. This is also a screen capture from last week, which is kind of still relative, relevant, um, which is things are going down, people are just buying the shiny object. And then you also have your people who are just lifelong Top Shot fans who don't really care what the market looks like. All right, so next. Next, we have this NFT NYC Top Shot party. I'll be honest, this was probably the only event that I felt FOMO about. I don't have that picture of the board ape jacuzzi party that I had last week, but um, I I did honestly didn't have too much FOMO over like those massive parties, even with Aziz and Chris Rock and all that. I guess I'm just like an introvert. I'd rather just kind of look at digital video clips of NBA players on my computer all day and talk about it on Twitter. Um, but this was probably the only event that I really wanted to go to because we could all dox ourselves and meet each other and have fun together. And, and th it looked fun. I don't even care very much about Quavo. I just wanted to go there, play top, play uh, pop a shot, play. Uh, what's the other one that they were playing there? NBA jam, of course, play NBA jam. That's, that's what I wanted to do. So there's Quavo. There's that big old cube. We even saw pack trip do a little Euro step, even though I'm pretty sure he traveled. And um, there's the Knicks game that people were also could be lucky winners, but also I think a lot of people just went because they were all out there. So Pack Drip is saying it was a gather step. I don't know. We'll have to run the replay, but um, I'm calling it travel. Uh, so that was fun. And finally, let's just briefly touch on the week in NFTs and more because I want you guys, I want you guys to know about this. Where are the guests? Dharma, is this your first time? I, I've seen your videos. You make you make good videos. They're coming, Dharma. Jeez, take it easy. Sip some chamomile tea. All right. The weekend NFTs and more. So obviously this big event in New York City, everyone showing their faces, just going to every single party. By the way, I don't know how people do that after they're like 20, 22 years old. Get some more voices. All right. They're coming. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, in terms of like open sea volume is still not very good. I think a big part of this is the gas. You can see gas is still really high. And otherwise in the NFT world, funks are, are for some reason really popular right now. Funks are, 
I mean, these were removed off OpenSea, and now they've actually made their own marketplace, which I find really interesting. So that is the topics to Dharma's delight. Dharma, the solo portion of the show is over. You can rejoice now. Um, so first, I'm going to bring on actually Jeb Bush. So let me remove that. I'm going to bring on actually Jeb Bush. And of course, I have a video because that's how we do it over here. So let's introduce actually Jeb Bush. Hey, everyone. Only you can prevent undercutting. And roll down the top side. Oh, that was great, Tandy. <laughs> All right. Well, actually, Jeb, uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, you know, you, you've been in a lot of places. You've been doing a lot of things lately. And uh, so I definitely want to talk about that. I know I know, Dharma wants to hear from you um, about your voices, about your voice. He wants to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> um, so anyhow, how, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing pretty good. Um, kind of exhausted. Like you said, I've been doing a lot. Even yesterday, went to Complex Con, and I wasn't going to go until yesterday morning. And I was like, you know what? I go to every single one. There's going to be some NFT stuff there that I'm interested in. Uh, and I'm super big into sneakers and strip uh, streetwear anyway. Like, let me just go. And so just my whole day, once again, taken up. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's been kind of crazy that I've been in a lot of places recently and like that actually made, that actually just made me think of something and there's dharma he's happy now um these people who went to nft nyc or whatever nyc nft whatever way um yeah. they're everyone like completely conked out after and i was wondering like did you have that experience and we can segue that to the trip to milwaukee like were you just on cloud nine and when you came home you were just like a zombie uh, so unfortunately, uh, I'm a senior software developer at a healthware tech healthcare technology company. So I didn't get the luxury of, uh, zombieing out, uh, <laughs> me missing three days. Like the amount of work I had when I came back was, uh, exhausting in itself. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately I just, I try to sleep when I can, but, uh, I don't usually get to just take a day off. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. We, we have an important question here. What is your game day shoe? D does that mean your game day? I guess that's two questions. Like on like, court sneaker? I am a sneakerhead. I have probably 350 plus pairs of sneakers in my one room apartment alone. Wow. Uh, you can see the four pairs of Grinches I have in the back, which are like I'm a diehard Kobe fan. Um, and then I have more sneakers in uh, various storage locations hidden across wow. the city, which you will never find. Um, wow. <laughs> But uh, right now, the on-court sneaker that I have, shoot, I forgot what it's called. It's, a, it was an, it's an Adidas sneaker that Adidas um, discontinued, but it was like their first boost basketball sneaker. It's driving me crazy. They don't remember the name, but it was discontinued. I bought several pairs because of that immediately. They're all sitting in my closet, and as I slowly go through them, I get more and more worried that I might have to go back to a regular uh, basketball sneaker without boost one day. <laughs> what is what is boost? Uh, like the Adidas boost, like it has like the styrofoam at the bottom. That's like mm. really squid. It's like, it's a good shock absorber. Um, a lot of provides a lot of comfort. Uh, you can like wear them and walk long distances. Your feet don't hurt. 
I I converted to Boost like personally. Like I mostly collect Nikes, and which is the funny part. But when it comes to personally, what I put on my feet because I have such like big feet, uh, I do like to wear Boost because it's uh very comfortable, and I'm a pretty active person. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that sounds good, and we're gonna talk about. We definitely want to hear more about that Milwaukee um, event. And I'm going to first say hello to Pack Drip. Then we're going to bring you guys back together. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the NYC event. We'll talk about what's going on in Top Shot. And then we'll bring on – we'll hear about this event that happened the other day, which I was sleeping through because my time zone is difficult. But, yeah, I want to hear about all this stuff. It was a big week. So I'll bring you back in a second, all right? Sounds good. All right. So next – and I'm sorry, Dharma. It's just me again. Next, we're gonna bring, we're gonna bring Pack Trip, but of course, we got a video for Pack Trip, of course, as well. So let's do it. Yo, Tangent, it's the Island Boy, Top Shot Island Boy. I'm here with the Top Shot badge. We're gonna sweep the floor. Got my triple badge. Got the drip on the neck. Slap. <laughs> Oh, Slay. 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 We are here. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Tandy? What's going on, Pack Trip? Uh, yeah, the authentic first Island Boy, Island Boy connection right here. Um, thank God they're not on Twitter by, anymore. By the way, I'm really happy about that. Now, the now, band, what happened? Oh, geez, look at this. I got spam in the in the chat. Okay, wait, so, I'm not off Twitter. I'm an Island Boy. No, I know it's only us now. The Top oh, Shot Island the, Boys remain. We remain. All the, right. The Island Boys with the things coming out of their head, I think people are stopped buying them. So that's Damn, good. no more antennas on the TL. Yeah, yeah. You know you're doing well when you got a webcam uh, spam commenter. So that we've, we're going places on this stream. Feeling good. Um, so, yeah, man, thank you for being here. Uh, I, you must have some strong feelings about this whole WNBA thing because you're one of the few very big WNBA diehards. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of this at all. The fandom set is what it was supposed to be. Actually, it's not even what it was supposed to be. Let's get started on that. Jeb is, is an OG fandom collector. Anyone who went in person and bought a moment, it started off as buying three moments in person were fandom. And for some reason, they made the other two challenge moments from the same days people were there, but they didn't get them. But it, it's all good because the access came from the first three or whatever. But right. my problem is, is when you start doing WNBA fandom and don't make people go. I thought we're trying to get money into WNBA, bring up, you know, fandom, and just basically pack the seats and get more people there, more people exposed to the product. It's a business venture. They mm. didn't do that. They didn't really help bring people to stadiums with fandom. They tarnished what fandom was from the, from the NBA. Now they made the WNBA fandom fake already. And then you tell them it's going to be all accessible, and this is so you could get collector score and everything else. And it, it was cool for a little bit. It, it was a fun little gimmicky thing. They came out with five fandom moments, and you all got them in a pack because you bought the WNBA original pack. I believe that's what it was to qualify, or at least had one WNBA moment in your account. And then that was a scandal because people who didn't even have – they bought the WNBA pack, sold everything. That was supposed to disqualify you. They still got fandom stuff. So they already, like, overshot what they thought it was going to be. They did too much. And from there, it's just continued to this. Now they killed everybody. They, they rugged it. They straight wow. up. If they changed the chat, the, um, the blog post, two days before on November 1st 
and then posted the challenge on November 3rd, they knew it was a rug. They did it. No, with no, but content. hold on. That, that is a spicy take, so I'm going to give you that. Spicy. But uh, uh, if you caught it in the intro, um, you can look at the archive.org, and they didn't actually change anything major uh, with that blog update, apparently. I didn't actually go and do the detective work, but the, the language was a little bit loose from the beginning. And the thing that, I, that bothered me was that in the beginning, they said fandom exists between common and rare. Mm -hmm. And now they just created a, something between like legendary and, and like – yeah, like platinum ice, and you're never gonna afford this. Like that wasn't supposed to be fandom, but anyhow. Yeah, um, so it and be under two hundred mint. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no in arena minting. The thing about the in arena minting, though, is they said that like that that's a big lift. Like it's not as sort of straightforward as it seems. Um, someone's calling you Paul Wall, um, and Boys Tandy NFTs. <laughs> You think they're very busy with the Flowverse? I don't know. That that is a spicy take by Tandy NFTs. I don't, I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't like to think that that's the issue here. That they're like putting a bunch of people on the Flowverse. I don't know. I don't think that's it. But anyhow, all right. So why don't we bring back actually Jeb here um, and let's talk a little bit more. There he is, Jeb. Center yourself a little bit. There you go. Yeah. I'll put. Um, so so why don't we talk a little bit about the. Um, IRL stuff. That's what I'm curious about. Then we can go back after this. We're going to bring on some special guests to, to discuss this whole um, drama. But let's talk about IRL for a second. Let's switch it up for just a I second. can't leave Jacob out, speaking of IRL. I got to make sure he's in the camera frame. Okay, that's right. So so if you're if you're not aware, Chad... We have a dapper employee with us right now. Yeah, that's true. In spirit. Yeah, watch so, your language, Patrick. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So Pack Trip was at was in New York City and he got Jacob to sign that I guess that's a Latrell Sprewell jersey and he got him to sign it. Yep. Did you choke so. him out after? <laughs> I know. That was the next question, I know. <laughs> Just uh Roham wasn't walking amongst us, Jacob was. <laughs> oh geez. That was spicy. Hold on. Hold on, give me a second here. <laughs> spicy. Right. Um, so anyhow, tell me about that event. How did you? Did you know right away when they when they announced it you were going to go? Uh, to NFC NFT NYC. Yeah. So I actually got. I didn't want to say this. I got the RSVP. The Top Shot invited me. Okay. Uh, Why didn't you want to say it? I mean, I applied. <laughs> I applied. Okay. There was people. Who, honestly, it, it ended up being a rug. I'm beyond. Wait for this. <laughs> wait for what? the rug. Hold on, like it's another. You, you're going crazy with the spicy takes. This, we know the kiosk worked by all the UNLV kids that had nothing to do with Top Shot existed. Okay. Here comes this. Okay. So, I, I get the RSVP email. I'm invited. I'm guaranteed a spot as long as I show up from 4:30 to 5:30. Guaranteed entry, not general admission. Okay. So I finally I get there at four o'clock. I even show up early. Just I, I wanted to make sure I got my spot. So I get there. There's people in line. Two different lines. I see a short line. I see a wicked long line. And so I go to the guy who's kind of behind this fence. And I said, hey, where is the RSVP? He goes, RSVP is over there, short line. I go stand over there, post it up with some guys. All that happens. 5.30 rolls around. When they're opening everything, they start bringing the metal detectors and all these the wands and everything out. And all of a sudden, the same guy with his long hair comes over here, tells me, 
Hey, guys, you guys got to all go to the general mission line now. We're not doing an RSVP line anymore. At While it's opening. That's whack. We've been posted up for an hour and a half in this mm. VIP line. All That's these people rough. have in that line, that long line at four o'clock when I showed up. You don't even want to know what it looks like now. Oh man, so, that's brutal. I saw videos. Yeah, that thing was crazy. Yeah. And did so, you ask him? Were you like, "Tell me why"? Things changed, and he had no explanation at all. I was pretty mad. Uh, I ended up cutting to the front anyway. All right, good. That's what we want to hear. <laughs> Respect. Like one of the you ever watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Like the of course line, I do. The, the chat and cut and chat. What's it called? Oh yeah, the chat and cut. Chat and cut. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, I pulled one of those and they understood my plight. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. like hey, I've seen Curb too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and then what else beyond the rugging of there? Th then you got in and and tell us about it. Uh, as soon as I get in, uh, you walk in. They did the whole place. Like, they wallpapered everything. And, like, every single inch of the whole club was wallpapered. Top shot this. Top shot takeover. Neon lights. It was dark. It was like a rave. It was really cool. Uh, kept walking through. First thousand people got a T-shirt. Grabbed the T-shirt. I was one of the first, I don't know, 25 people in. Because, like I said, I, I really – I chat and cut well. I was up <laughs> in the front. Like, the I chat and cut it with the guy who was in the first spot. Like I was telling him, I'm like, yo, I'm ar they already told me, and he knew the deal. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I got in there, I got a front row spot, first table, held it down, invited some people from my fantasy league. Um, I started a fantasy league where everybody had to donate a Jalen Brown all star moment to start. Uh, yep. 14 people, three of the people that are in in that league ended up going to the event. So we all had a table up front because I reserved it for us, um, and then I found out. There was VIP. I found this out after. So I wasn't actually the, the the cream cheese like I thought I was. No. Judging them were all up above. I was looking up. I, I, I see Mike Zakarian up there. Everybody, I, you know. Patrick's a man, was of the a man of the people at some point. Man of the people. Even if, even if you could down. get VIP, you wouldn't go up there because you're too plugged in. I'm way too plugged like, You couldn't even, you weren't close enough to Quavo and everything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The common man could like touch Quavo. Yeah, I know. I saw that selfie of you three, you Rohan and Quavo. It was a great shot. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyhow, overall, though, it was a good time. You you met a lot of people. You you met a lot of other collectors. I stayed like later say. than everybody. Everyone left to the Knicks game because Top Shot airdropped them free tickets. I wasn't along in the airdrop. <laughs> uh, I stayed and watched it on a projector screen and I had a really good time. I met time Lord, me and him were chilling. I met inspired by Mamba and his girlfriend. I like, I didn't know who, uh, I forget what her name is. Ma Something I think it's else. Ghana Mamba. Ghana Mamba. I met Ghana Mamba. She was cool. Um, yeah, I had no clue about what these people looked like or who they were, or if they even really knew who I was. And they came up and were like, Hey, what's up, man? We Ghana Mamba came up to me and said, I seen you in the Island Boy video. Can I get a picture with you? And that yes. was our introduction. I, it was weird because I did that for like, I don't know, like a joke. But to be known as that, it felt different. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, weird. You're, look who you're talking to. I, the bear I know, the suit was supposed to be a one-off a one thing. And it's just the biggest bear market 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, here's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, that is very cool. I, I that Like I said, that was the only thing that I had FOMO over. But um, and how – what's that? You, you missed out on a lot. Yeah, we had a lot of fun without you, Tandy. Some guy I'm passed sure you out did. after. It was a mess. <laughs> Late night when we got kicked out, some dude fainted, and they were like, yo, we're out. Oh, man. <laughs> no one really oh. talks about it. Oh, geez. Um, let's see anything anything here that's going on. VIP Ja Rule is upstairs. Okay. I didn't get to meet Judge. I was very disappointed. He was hmm. there. I wrote him. when he, he said he was outside in the line waiting to come in. And then everything I seen, he was up there in VIP. He came down for Papa Shot real quick, but I didn't catch him. Just came down and got right back up. Yeah, He's like, I'm he out of here. Jacob I can't. And left. He's like, let me wash the filth off these, <laughs> of these commoners off. Yeah. Citizens, <laughs> so we got him. I think that's what it sounds like. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he, he claims to be a man of the people. Well, a man was, of the people. That was good. Yeah. We <laughs> thought he was a man of the people, but he's not. He's not. We knew that. Nope. He's not. Oh, geez. I got another spam thing going on. What's going on here? Jeez. Damn, you're, All right. You're blowing up, Tandy. I know. Uh, God, you don't, you don't want me to read that, what this user's called, by the way. Um, um, anyway, so IRL, did, did you feel like more – how did you feel about Top Shot after that event? Do you feel about the same or were you like – do you feel worse because of that line experience or do you feel better? How are you feeling? And then we can I segue to everyone talks like Mets when they're not on the TL. That's what I found out. When they're not on the what? When they're not on the timeline and they're not on Twitter and in person, everyone is Jason Metz. Oh, that geez. sounds like I'd rather be waterboarded than that. What? What is going on? People, people definitely have a different sentiment in person and, and have a couple gripes that maybe they don't just put out on Twitter every day. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, but that's all based on that's all based on the market. If the market was in the positive right now, they'd be like. Oh my gosh, Jacob Roham, I love you guys. Like people are so like so quick to flip flop. Actually, it was a couple of people mad about gifting the way they did it back in the day. It was random arguments that actually I I have in the back of my head, and they they kind of woke up a beast, reminding <laughs> me about the Rising Stars challenge. And it was twenty eight days long, and they banned gifting for the first seven days. So these these moments, Lamella Ball was five grand. People were paying five grand for this thing, and yeah. then. I remember and that. And then they brought gifting back. More completions happened. They stopped gifting for like two more weeks. And then they brought it back in the last three days. Rising Stars, Anthony Edwards, the dunk on Utah should be less than 400 circulation. But it blew up past 1,000 in the last two or three days because they brought it back. And then the same thing happened for Seeing Stars. They killed the LeBron. The LeBron yeah. was a mess. The Luca Seeing Stars during the first challenge when it wasn't even needed was over 1,000 bucks. And it was the bottleneck for the LeBron. By the end of the LeBron challenge, it was like 200. Hmm. It, it was yeah, well, I feel like it's crazy to think that we're not even like a year into this. Isn't it scary to think what we're all going to be talking about in like five years? We're going to have like no, all but these. That's, <laughs> that's the good thing is you look at like it hasn't even been a year since like that peak and like how much it's like a whole new website with all these new features. Like they're making so much progress. Like they, Top Shot is infinitely better than it was like six seven eight months ago and it's going to continue to like exponentially improve mm -hmm. like we are in beta and i know people like hate saying that and i know people like but i put real money in and it's like but that's your that's your problem like no one told you you had to do it you could wait till they get out of beta 
and like, bought a shittier product back then. Honestly, the more the most money yeah. I put in was when this product didn't even look like this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. better now. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you believed in it then. Why don't you believe it in now? Right. If you yeah. bought that card for two G's when it's two hundred, why aren't you buying another? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So real quick, let let's do a little flipperoo here, Jeb. Tell us about your IRL experience in Milwaukee. Um, and ha- and I'm really curious. I'm always very curious about well, like what we don't see, like the moments that you can't buy. So is there mm-hmm. anything you can tell us about that? Um, if you're yeah, no, it was it was amazing. Like they, I mean, they flew us out there. They uh, they everything was paid for, obviously. And I got to bring my dad, which was like super cool. So it wasn't just me, even it was like me and someone and there was 38 people at once so there's 76 people they brought out there which is wow. like that in itself is like mind-boggling but um yeah everywhere we went they would rent out the place like whether it was the second floor of like a, a restaurant or a bar or like an entire like like uh, activity space it would be like tons of free food open bar everywhere I don't drink and neither does my dad. And I was so mad at one point. because I was just like, I left so much money on the table here. Like, um, I know, but um, no, like some of the really cool things that we got to do was um, they gave us a, a tour of the stadium and they gave us like a really good tour. Like they showed us all these things that I feel like they usually wouldn't show someone on a generic tour. Like they took us to a lot of places that, were, and it was before the game. Like, it wasn't the day before. It was, like, a couple hours before the game. And they are taking us just everywhere and showing us everything. And that was really, really cool. And then they let us in early before anyone else. We walked past everyone at the, like, season ticket holder line or the VIP, like, entrance or whatever it was. We all got to just cut them, which was kind of wild. I almost felt bad doing it, um, just walking by them. But – yeah, we got to we got to go through there and we got to go and just basically like go and sit by the court and just watch warm-ups before anyone else was in the building, which was really, really cool. So we got to watch like Harden, who was doing his thing, like with no one else on the court. And then we got to watch like Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday like shooting. Like it was it was really, really cool. That was super cool. And then when people started to come in, we went up to our seats in in the suite. So cool. Yeah, and then also just I think the other intangible thing was like hanging out with Bobby Portis. Like we hung out with him for like an hour plus, and thirty minutes in, his people were like, "Okay, we gotta go," and he just he would not leave. Like he wanted to be there, and that was so cool. And that also speaks, I think, to how much better Top Shot did in terms of picking winners. Um, so many of the people there were like actual diehard Bucks fans. Like I know with when they did the finals thing with the Suns, I think there was not a single real Suns fan that went to the NBA Finals game, or uh, and I don't think anyone was a Bucks fan either. But I was in the minority as someone who was like not an OG diehard Bucks fan, and I mean I cheered for the Bucks in the finals. I'm a big big Giannis fan, um, just even because of his connection with Kobe, because I'm a diehard Kobe fan. Um, but it was so much – that's what made it, the experience so much fun was all these, like, real diehard Bucks fans who, like, drove there instead of had to fly across the country. Um, and so, like, we were hanging out with Bobby Portis and then Brandon Jennings too. And both Bobby and Brandon, like, you could tell they actually wanted to be there and actually were enjoying their experience as opposed to just kind of showing face, taking some pictures, and getting out of there as soon as possible. 
And yeah. I think that is something that was super, super special. And that's interesting you say that too, because Vierman, who might who might be listening in while he's like walking through Toronto right now, um, he said the same thing when when he had when he had his uh, dinner with the rookies in New mm-hmm. York. He said it really seemed like they wanted to just keep on hanging out, and that was super cool. And, and I think he said about Obi Toppin too. So it's like they all these like. All these uh, basketball players, they, they put their socks on one one foot at a time also, which yeah. is surprising. Yeah, and I think they appreciate like people who are actual fans of like their craft because they dedicate their whole lives to it. And the fact that they can like just be normal for a couple hours and hang out like everyone else, I think, is a pretty special thing. Because sure. that's the other thing. Like when Bobby and Brandon Jennings were there and even uh, Scalabrini popped in, like people were like super nice to him. Like they – people didn't rush forward trying to like get their pictures or get their like whatever they wanted. Like people were pretty respectful and, and just like got to talk to him and hang out with him. And that was like really, really cool. Like I got to have a small conversation with the white Mamba and with Bobby Portis and like, and a genuine conversation. It wasn't me just being like, Oh, Hey, I'm a fan. Like shake your hand, take a picture. See. And like, it was just me like kind of standing there and just talking to him a little like, and cool. I think that's something that's really special for fans and players alike. Right. Agree that this is what they should be. This is what's special about top shot. This is what yeah. they should be marketing. Yeah. I um, mean, I told Jacob that I said, dude, you need to be cranking out videos of this stuff because this is what sells top shot. Like this is one of the greatest experiences of my life. And I got to do it with my dad. Like it's, like I've never seen my dad that happy in my life before. Like my dad had so much fun and Super like cool. finally got to give him like a vacation that like he would never take or get on his own. Like that is what like sells top shot. For sure. Totally agreed. Yeah. I saw the videos too. Like it looked like you guys were just having the best time. So it's super yeah. cool. So anyway, that too much, too much blown smoke up top shots behind. Let's, let's get dramatic now. Um, right. <laughs> Bring on so, the <laughs> I hate positivity. <laughs> uh, so in the in the green room, we have we have a couple members of the Wolf Pack. So this is I wanted to bring them on today because of what I heard that I missed. It was like this passionate three hour long Twitter spaces that involved um, Veerman, Steve talking about what was going on, voicing his displeasure. You know, I wasn't there, but I think Dave was doing a good job orchestrating, making sure everyone got it, did a good job getting their points in. Um, so anyway, they're in the back here. I'm going to introduce them now. So let's let's play a little video and let's bring them in. Where is it at? One second. Oh, actually, hold on. Let me check. Are you still leaving Arena? That was 30 minutes ago, so I think we're good. Okay, so let's bring them in. Here we go. All right. <laughs> What's going on, Dave? And Steve, I don't know uh, where you're at right now. It looks like you're muted, um, but you're you're live, Steve. So there he is. Yeah, if you can hear me, I'm here. Okay. All right. It's not the best audio quality, but we can hear you. Um, I'm, I'm driving. I'm driving, so if I sound awful, just cut me off. All right, that's okay. I'll I'll bring you in and out. I'll mute you for now. St- keep your keep your hands on the wheel and look at the road. All right, so we'll bring we'll bring back Steve in a second. But uh, so Dave, tell tell us like how this went down. Um, 
you guys started this this stream or this spaces just out of the blue because you were irritated of what you heard about the about the fandom challenge. Is that right? No, the spaces was planned. Um, we do a spaces every Friday night starting at okay, like okay. Eastern. So the, the plan was to do a spaces anyway with no real agenda. It's kind of like a big bunch of us from the, the Wolf Pack get together, maybe have a couple of drinks, whatever. I don't know. Can't see anybody. I'm going to guess we do. But, uh, <laughs> and then we talk about, you know, whatever's going on top of that. I mean, we're a group of really passionate collectors. Um, I've never been in an active group chat like this where it just never mm. stops. It's literally 24 hours. Um, and it's filled with a lot of really smart people with big investments in Top Shot. And I'm not even talking about some of the whales. I'm talking about there's some people in there with some big, big accounts. So mm -hmm. anyway, we had it planned. And um, every time a communication comes out from Top Shot, we, I mean, like we brought somebody reads it and then posts it in there and then we start talking about it. And so um, the WNBA challenge announcement for the fandom to Rossi uh, that required a second mortgage on your house got dropped. And right. uh, a couple of us were like, what the hell is this? And so like passing it around. And I mean, it was, it was hundred percent across the board was just, this is stupid. This doesn't make right. any sense. The fandom challenge is supposed to be accessible. So we like ranted on it all day. I mean, it was like almost to the point where I was just exhausted from it. And I said, uh, <laughs> and, and mind you, there's very few things that I've gotten really upset with Top Shot about. I think I, I've been really understanding. I'm not somebody who who ship posts or negative tweets a lot. Um, you know, I, I try to be constructive, but I also just really see like, you know, between the beta and then how far we've come since February and then a lot of other things, uh, I tend to think more positively, but I was really pissed. So yeah. I told all the guys, I'm like, listen, we're gonna go on the we're gonna go on the spaces, but I'm I'm not talking about it. I'm done. That's all. I think we were on five minutes, and I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, well, I guess we're doing this, so here we go. Uh, and I just I said, as a fan, this set gets dropped, and whatever, it's a fun set. Like it had some debuts in it, which is why I also collected it. So I collected the whole 56 original and uh, WNBA common moments and did every single challenge. And it was kind of cool because you just plugged and played and then you got your drop. And I actually scored a challenge moment. One of them, I got a number five cereal, which was nice. really cool. And I actually flipped it for a thousand bucks and then I bought nice. a higher cereal one. So that was really cool. And that was like a bonus. You never expect that, but you play the cereal lottery for fun. So um, we had, you know, Veerman was on there and, and one CVJ who I respect the hell out of. He's a really smart guy. And he's, he made some pretty pointed posts about this as well and tweeted it out. And I think you shared it and, you know, Alan commented on it, but I just kind of, I don't know. I went off a little bit and I was, I was talking and uh, just expressing, you know, my disappointment in the communication, how the communication is just not clear and it is rarely clear. And right. it's, how many of us does it take to say this is not clear before you stop saying no this is what we said you're you're wrong almost like sometimes i feel like that's the response we get mm. it, it, listen man i i i don't work in this size of company but i work in a big company where i have to communicate on the regular to ten thousand people and and wow. i can tell you it's often my fault if i don't clear clear if i'm not clear if i don't speak with clarity so there is definitely a need for clear communication. I, I was because I was already pissed about the run it back thing too, with the with the 
will the archive set have bottleneck breaking or no? Right. So I'm a Kelly Olenek owner. I yeah, where's that Kelly Olenek? <laughs> right, so <laughs> there was an original communication going into that where it was like, we all thought that it was going to be broken. And okay, so some definitely some people were upset because they paid a couple thousand dollars for Michael, it, it, like who, like uh, Udonis Haslam or whatever, um, yeah. you know, Kelly Linux $2,000, which is bananas. But, and then it was kind of, there was an updated thing. So originally it sounded like they were going to break all the bottlenecks. And then there was an updated thing that we're not going to touch them. And then so it's, it's this, it was just, this was just another example of, poor communication and then all of a sudden this showcase that cost me four thousand dollars to complete my two hundred dollar fandom set yeah it's brutal so, i mean I'm, I'm really curious too like i i want to see them improve on that and i i'm curious why it's sort of it almost feels like sometimes they make a couple steps in the right direction but then all of a sudden they don't continue with it and i'm wondering why that is because when they when they uh, release the run it back they had like a nice video compilation. It was really well organized and they had everything well explained. And then all of a sudden with like the S3, it was like a 45 minute video with no, with nothing alongside it. And then of course this fandom thing. So yeah, I don't quite know what's going on there, but I want to bring in Steve here for a second. Steve, hopefully you're um, safe there driving, but I want to, I want to listen to what you have to say and also hear what you think about the follow-up that we heard today. Sure, is my audio okay? Yeah, your audio's okay. Not the best, but we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, my apologies for the yeah, I'm right. driving. But uh, I guess first and foremost, I'll say that uh, I, I love Top Shot, right? And, and But that means, like, um, it can't always be good. Like, they're going to they're gonna make mistakes. Um, yeah. That's expected. And, you know, they can't all be praised. Sometimes you got to call them out on things that are wrong. And what I found is um, Top Shot's more more reactive than proactive. Like, I, I don't we set this challenge. They would have done this challenge. Like, it, it's because of the community feedback and the sentiment that they, 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 they decide to do something about it. And I, I don't think that's a good thing long term. I think, I, I hope they recognize that long term, I think they, they should be making better decisions and, and being more proactive and recognizing you know, like maybe this is gonna be creation for collectors, um, but that's kind of my, my high level thought on that. And then secondly, fandom, right? So what what is fandom? I think it's important to define what fandom is. Like from the original blog post, it was to be something between a common and a rare, right? And like to me, right. that means accessible, right? Defining what accessible means. And like legends aren't really accessible, but that's by design. And so. When they started using all of a sudden four legendaries in a, a, a challenge showcase that previously only used common, that was the left field um, and unexpected in a way that I think ran counter to what what was originally defined for Phantom. Yeah, 100%. And and like I I'm gonna mute you now, but like 100%, and that's that's how I felt too. And I mentioned that before. It was supposed to be in between common and a rare. So yeah, it totally came out of left field. I don't know where that came from. It, they made the blog post today. Dave, did you read that blog post? I did. I did. I read about it. What did you think about how they explained, you know, why this was the way it was? Well, so first off, they were in a situation where there wasn't a whole lot of solutions. They couldn't suddenly convert it to uh, a legendary because that set is closed. So their, their hands were tied. 
Um, and I think that's why they took a little bit to release a statement. We knew that they were talking about this. I thought the statement was clear and I, and I was appreciative of that. I thought there was some humility in it. And I think that they, you know, apologized in what felt like a sincere manner. It didn't feel like a corporate write-off to me. It was like, guys, we, we screwed up and we're sorry. Right. Um, right. So, you know, what can they do in this situation? They're stuck with it. They're stuck with this fandom moment and they're stuck with this challenge that they created. And, you know, I'm an owner of it. I'm, I'm certainly not going to buy this, this legendary size moment. So, you know, they bumped the collector score, which is a key piece to collecting sets. You do get that collector score bonus. Um, gives a little bit more value to this. You know, you get 30 collector score points with really no obligation other than just holding the moment. Um, and then they're doing a $100 you know, stimmy, which yep. depending how you want to throw it, that's 10 packs or something, if you want to do that with it or, or whatever. So I think that's kind of cool. And then if you do actually complete this challenge and, and apparently the other four summer fandom challenges that are stretching into December, uh, you get, <laughs> you get priority queue perks. So um, I guess that's good. Good. I, I think that a lot of people who are going to complete this or capable of it probably have the collector score to get there but exactly yeah i think overall i mean i'll continue to hold the moments there's still there's debut moments in there it was re really inexpensive um to own and i like the WNBA and i like the collector score bump so i'll hold it it kind of stinks that i'll never complete it but i'll get over it i'm over it yeah and it also seems too that they wrote in that blog basically like you'll get rugged again <laughs> because they basically said like this won't <laughs> they're like won't this won't be the last one that requires legendary moments so it's like okay well I guess you know the the house is on fire and that's just the end of that yeah I mean there's four more that was kind of surprising I was like this was a summer this was a summer set I thought so. Yeah, you know, and that, I think that was also kind of what got people is there's this delay between the last, you know, completion and and then this. So it was really, but I overall, I mean, I love Top Shot, and I, they have a lot of really bright, intelligent people working for them. Uh, I everybody I've interacted with, I love all the mods. I think they're all great people. I, I think overall they've put a lot of good people in good positions, but I think they're also learning a little bit as they go here. And I, I think yeah. that, you know, even prior to this. Uh, uh, roadmap, they were kind of making it up as they were going along. At least that's how it felt a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I think Steve, Steve's coming in. Go ahead, Steve. Come on in, man. Yeah, no, I just want to kind of chime in for a moment. Like, um, I, I mean, yeah, they're going to continue to make mistakes. Um, I, I think this was a, a relatively good outcome. I think for me, I don't know how most people would feel about it, but I, I was just more shocked that they used four legendaries. This is the first time they've ever used one legendary in a showcase uh, a challenge. In fact, they used four. Like, it went to 100 really quick. And I'm just really curious why they why, why there was no in-between. Because I would have thought, and it's not even like, because um, there's only seven, seven legendaries that criteria. And each one of those are minted to 125. So it's a roughly 800 and some odd maximum mint. You divide by the four required. The upper list challenge was 200 from the very beginning roughly so i'm just really curious how because i think the prior the prior uh highest reward mint or sorry lowest reward mint was like 5,000 for the season. i'm just curious why you decided to use so many legendaries and like really cut this set down to like an exclusive thing and i i don't 
that wasn't clarified in the blog, and I, I still feel a bit like I'm, I'm, I'm left asking why. Why? Yeah. Like, I get the response and the credit, but that doesn't fix the, set, the fact that the set's now going to be in for roughly 3,000 people who had it complete prior. Um, and it, I, I don't know. Like, I still feel a bit, I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be nice to know who made that decision and why and where that came from. It sounds like that's kind of what you're asking. But anyhow, um, I feel like we could we could probably talk about this for another three hours. Um, so I think if you got... <laughs> so, so uh, if those watching want to do that, definitely tune in to the next Wolfpack stream. And also, Dave, do you want to um, tell us about your podcast? Sure. Uh, real quick, fun thing. I was just trying to yeah. comment in this chat. Apparently, I need to sign up for an account. So I almost started a chat with customer service, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in, right just, now uh, in YouTube? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm on your streamyard.com. Oh, streamyard. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hit the little chat icon, and I'm like, I was commenting on my uh, my TB12 jersey here. and uh, <laughs> To customer service? To customer service. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know you got you got a couple questions about like how you feel about the Pats, how you feel about the Celtics. Oh man, I, the Pats! It, I thought they were great today. I mean, they they've played a team that's been struggling, but overall they get better every week. That defense gets better every week. They're going to be a problem for teams later in the season because they're really gelling. So you know, Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones. I think I made the comment when the NFL drops, I am buying Mac Jones rookies. Like that is the one moment or. You know, whatever they end up calling it that I want to have. Celtics are frustrating right now. Um, I just hope it doesn't – they just don't seem to be gelling, and I hope it doesn't they, – they've shown some good defense lately against Miami. Definitely was a was a step in the right direction. And then Jalen Brown pulled his hammy, so we don't know how long he's going to be out. But I think they just have a lot of talent. They're better than what they're showing. That's for sure. Yeah, agreed. I, I agree. Um, so tell us about your podcast real quick, and then I'm going to bring back in Jeb and Pack Drip. Sounds good, man. Uh, yeah, so I have the pleasure every day of chatting with a lot of people who are much, much brighter than I am when it comes to whether it's investing or collecting or just strategizing, gamification, things of that nature. I get a lot of really good intel, um, you could say, from the, from the Wolfpack, plus a lot of fun gifts. So I, I just kept saying, you know, man, it, I used to have a podcast. I used to have a sports podcast in a former life. Um, so I was a little familiar with it. And I was a host. So I kind of said, man, I would love to get conversations with these people on air and just talk about Top Shot because we love it. We love collecting it. We love every aspect of it. Probably sometimes a little detrimental to our health. Yeah, I think <laughs> but, so. Um, you know, we stay a little too connected to it, right? So, uh, but I, I just, I'm really excited about it. I have a list of guests. So every week I'm going to have a guest and we're just going to talk about, we'll try to stay topical, but talk about collecting strategies. And, you know, how different people look at the platform and what they think, you know, could happen, you know, speculation, that sort of thing. So it's, it's been really fun. It's, it's, a, it'll get better every week, I think. And uh, looking forward to future episodes. Yeah, well, it started out great right off the bat. Uh, I think that first episode was Steve. I listened to that episode. It was great. So yeah, so if you want, if you guys want to tune in there definitely do that and you can find dave on twitter his his username is dave hold on dave p wolf so go find him on twitter dave p wolf 
Um, all right. Well, thank you, Dave. And and I'll mute you for a second, Steve, if you've got anything else. And I'm going to let you guys go. And we'll bring Steve back another day when he's on a decent mic. But go ahead, Steve. Oh, actually, uh, never mind. Yeah, there no, I was say, hey, no, thanks for letting me uh, be here. I'm coming back from a Raptors game, right? I just watched them yep. uh, lose to the Nets. Um, actually, I was partying in the, you know, Bored Ape uh, Yacht Club uh, uh, box tonight. It was mostly apes. <laughs> a couple top nice. shot people. That was a lot of fun. Um, but anyways, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I, love, I love being here, uh, as always. All right, awesome. All right, well, thank you, Steve. I'm going to take you off, and thank you, Dave. I'm going to take you off as well. I'm going to bring back these other guys, but thank you for thank you. for com- thank you for coming on and just kind of informing those of us that missed that that. Yeah, really space. appreciate you having me on. It was fun. All right, man. Well, until the next time, thank you. All right, see you. All right, okay. So let's bring back our original two. Here's Jeb and Backdrip. There you guys are. What what did you guys think about that? Do you, do you want to add in any any of your opinions on this whole WNBA fandom thing? You want to add in anything or what you thought about the blog and and if you have anything as well, if you're feeling this kind of the way that Steve's feeling. Yeah. So I mean, I was one of those people that was collecting the set. I had eight out of the ten, but my goal was definitely to have the whole set at some point. So I'm one of those three thousand that he's talking about that's like, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to complete this set. That bums me out. Cause I completing a set's kind of cool. Like having a whole set is a really cool thing. And I think it encourages collectors to continue to buy into what they're doing. Um, but also just, I think it, it leads to a broader discussion about the problem that top shot has right now, where they switched from challenges to showcase challenges, which is a good thing because it makes moments a lot less volatile, which is very important in terms of like, like making a user-friendly environment. Does and it? Just, yeah, it does. If you're, if you're a brand new, if you're a brand new user and you come on, you don't know what top shot is. And you're like, Hey, Chris Paul, like I like Chris Paul. He's my favorite player. I'm going to buy a Chris Paul 40 K moment for $70. And then you come back a week later and that moment's $5 and you have no idea why, but it was because it was in a challenge. Like that user's done. They're done forever. They're not, they're not buying any more moments. They're saying, yeah, I just lost 90% of my money like that. I'm never coming back. So that's why they're doing these showcase challenges. Cause it's a lot more accessible. It's a lot. It creates a lot more healthy of a marketplace. Like I understand that, but the problem is their solution is with challenges because you could have all rares. You got a rare reward, all legendaries. You got a legendary reward. Well now it, they're just doing fandom is the reward no matter what. And that's a problem because fandom, we can't have this massive like, like under 100 and then 250,000 plus. Like that's just ridiculous. And yeah. yeah, so I mean, they need to have some sort of way where they say, hey, here's the max we, we have on our roadmap. This is the max the legendary is going to be. So if this many people or less complete the challenge, then this is a legendary moment. If this many people or less complete it it's a rare um or something like that but and then if it's if it's anything more than the max rare then it's just a fandom like that makes sense to me but yeah the fact that this tarasi and i mean they did the best they could they were rocking a hard place legendary sets closed there's already a tarasi in there anyway so there's nothing they could really do at this point i think they handled it really well but in general it is a bummer as someone who got who was at summer league and got fandom moments from games that i got to watch 
it is incredibly disappointing to kind of see how the fandom's just been a catch-all for uh, challenge re- showcase challenge rewards. Yeah, because yeah, the way it started, you were in Vegas, and yeah. you and you and you got to go to the kiosk. So it started with such like a a great way, like it was so welcoming and Literally so much fun. That's and- fandom, fandom. Yeah. Literally one of the coolest things ever. Like bef- when you had asked Dave, I think you'd asked Dave, or no, you asked Patrick like earlier about his New York experience. Did that make you like buy, like more like? like bullish about top shot or less summer league sold me i was like oh, yeah. i believed in top shot i believed in top shot but and but i was a little like conservative about it going there and having the kiosk experience i was like yeah top shots the future like there's no question about it and like that was one of the coolest things ever and just the fact that like they took this amazing thing that they made kind of how you said earlier tandy where they they have this they they make this progress with something and then they just kind of stop and they're like don't continue it and it's like what and i get that it's hard to set up kiosk and all this stuff but i don't know like it it, it is such a disappointment to me on, for so many reasons so yeah I, I went to vegas for days five through ten as soon as i heard they were going to vegas i'm like they're gonna go for the whole thing right um so i booked that and it was only for the first three I'm not too upset about it. When I went, I had a great experience, and it did sell me on Top Shot in different ways. Um, Club Top Shot, like Pete Overzet, Jack Settlement, and them, they didn't get the memo either and were on the same time as me. So for four days, I hung out with them for like six to eight hours a day just watching hoops, and I'm just hearing Jack like, yeah, I just bought this scribble for 10 ETH. He's just like talking about it, and it's just – it, it was just a whole nother thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was very interesting to see whale talk and live talk. Um, <laughs> and then they're just, uh, you know, and they, and they like to get, like, they like to bet and stuff. I mean, they're like underdog sports now. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. they're full sending it. And I, and I rock with everything they're doing. It, it's cool. But it's funny. We're, we're hanging out. They're like, yeah, I think before the game starts, like, we're taking the under and we're here watching it. And like, it was a, it was a weird experience. But it was great, and and to hear them talking with confidence, and you know, Jack's telling me, yeah, this LeBron thing, you know, I, I didn't even think twice about it. What, what he paid for a card and or a moment, right? And hearing everybody else, I met Yodo, like I was chilling with Yodo. I don't know if y- y'all know who Yodo is. He's who the one who that? broke Top Shot. Like he's the one who who bought that two hundred thousand dollar card. Which and one I got that? to pick his brain for so long. No one knows who he actually is. It's really funny, like. That's the guy who paid two hundred and eight thousand for the jaw, and then oh, okay. someone bought no two hundred and six, and then someone bought a two hundred and eight thousand like later and stole his thunder. But he was the original two hundred k purchase on Top Shot, and I got to talk to him, and he's a, he's a really smart guy. You know, he's he's got his his feet in in a lot of things, and he and he's like knowledgeable about it all. I'm sure. Yeah, he didn't want to uh, play on the tables, so you got like Pete and Andy. And all of them, they're all on tables. And it's just me and Yodo for like three hours just getting drinks, hanging out, and, and just, I don't know. It, I'm so sold on Top Shot because you have guys like this who have life-changing money. And, and you know, they're they're putting it in something, they one, they like because they're very in the sports. And, but that you put your money where your mouth is. And these yeah. are people who accrued that wealth somehow. You know what I'm, I'm sure. saying? So they, they do have some merit and worth, and, and they know how to get it. So they're like, this is how you get it. And you kind of got to follow the money. 
Is... So what did what did you buy immediately after that discussion with Yodo? <laughs> He's like, I uh, bought a hot actually, dog and a Coke. Him and the, the whole crew was very interested in my MGLE. Uh, it's not, it's the MGLE LeBron, and mm-hmm. I, I did the MGLE challenge because I pulled Jokic, which was the bottleneck for it for the LeBron. So I'm, it mm-hmm. was already a thousand. I'm like, I got this for free. Well, not free, but you know, the MGLE <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Robert Williams MGLE too. So. It, it kind of helped doing the challenge, and I got the serial lottery, and I pulled number 230, and it's Steph Curry, you know, getting a three-reined on him with LeBron with one eye, and he's pointing to it. Yeah. And it's out of 340. LeBron. And so I've, I've gotten <laughs> plenty of offers on that. Uh, really? I, I had it listed for, for like, a certain price, and it was getting negotiated for at one point, and I'm like, you know, I backed out of everything completely, but I like wow. it because it's 23 LeBron shooting on 30 Curry, 230. It's like a double jersey match, it feels like, because it's such a, a monumental mm. moment. I, I can hear you pumping your bags. I'm pumping it, right? But I'm, <laughs> but I'm not selling. I've, I've, yeah. me, I've gotten trade offers, money offers, everything for it. Because once I, I started talking to him about it, I'm like, I have this. And he's like, see, that's the type of stuff I would pay 100 grand for. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh, and yeah. he's like, I, I believe you know that say. would be – that's <laughs> pennies to what it will be and, right. and everything else. And I'm just – you know, I'm so sold on it because the guy's sitting telling me this stuff. And, and you, you chill with him for four or five days. You really get a true vibe of somebody. For sure. Um, so, yeah, you know, they're very bullish on it. They were in on it very early. Um, they knew about it. Like, MBL, I loved chumming it up with him. We ended up playing basketball with them. They rented out a court. Um MBL's got some 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 sneaky moves. Hmm, interesting. Really? Yeah, he's got some, he's got some driving. He he got it. Him and Jack played one v one. They were like, it was it was like prison ball. <laughs> Someone got stabbed. Damn near. <laughs> Someone was throwing up in a trash can. It was whoa. Deep. Jeez. It wasn't them too. But yeah, it was, it was someone else just watching it. But it was it was a rough night at the tables and everything else too. So you know. It, yeah wow okay well it must have been an intense game such a crazy experience and then this nft nyc thing um yeah and then going to the hall of fame now i get to actually kind of report it to people who care you know i go what do you mean you you report it yeah like i went to the enshrinement this year for paul pierce um and everybody else that was inducted uh chris weber and um i I followed the live tweeting of it it was pretty yeah and like i I try to keep up with that stuff for you guys. Normally, I'd just put it uh, – I'd, I'd write something on my website. I I went to UMass, and I actually – and I'm going back to UMass for sports journalism. I'm trying to further my, my degree so I could get a job in sports journalism. Like, that's the dream. Yeah. Well, I liked when you went to the Dr. Seuss house and just harassed everyone. That was Oh, that yeah. Was I went on live notch. on Instagram for a half hour. I'm walking around <laughs> the Dr. Seuss building. Where is Roham? Some poor old lady's like, "What language are you speaking?" Like, nothing, nothing you're saying is rhyming. I don't get this. It's in online, a, a sticker, and she couldn't figure it out. And I mean, eventually, I got in the Susables. Like a week later, I got an email. So, and now worked. you're just buying packs all day. You. Yeah, you gotta you poke the bear. Yeah, yeah. Po- don't poke Jeb like that. Anyways, um, 
You know, I wanted to, I want to talk about one other topic, which I I think you guys might have some interesting takes on. First of all, Jeb, you were talking about how like this trade tickets four for three. You got so psyched about that. You were like, "This is the future of the platform." Yeah. You're well, like, I mean, is- I mean, we knew this was coming. I'm just happy that they got through the three stress tests and like nothing was broken. And there was a point where they're like, "Hey, it's just on. You can just do this whenever you want." Because I was like, "Wow, good for them." Once again, this is like a revolutionary piece of infrastructure that they've added to their system. And it didn't, I mean, broke some stuff at, at certain points, but like they have it working now. So I thought it was cool, but yeah, I, I, I was shocked. It seems like people just like really love to be negative uh, about everything. Um, (laughs) Because I was like, what is there to hate about this? Like the whole point is it's deflationary. So yeah, it's not burning moments outright, but for all intensive purposes like this, the S1 uh, packs that are going to be available for three to 500 tickets is going to remove a ton of moments from the market. They said there's going to be sets in the future that you can only get a pack using trade tickets. There's going to be other things that they're going to use trade tickets for, like maybe merch, maybe like discounts, maybe a NBA league pass. Who knows? Like the limits are yeah. that it's endless. Like they could do whatever they want with this. And the point is you have all these people constantly like, too many moments, too many moments, blah, blah, blah. Like it's supposed to be rare. Like you can't keep giving moments without new users. Like it blah, 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 like all that stuff. Well, this, this solves the problem that they whine, that they're whining about. Like, can I interrupt? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So why run it back that everyone in the mama get a pack, but with S3 was supposed to be accessible. It was supposed to be everyone's heaven to just walk in and get every, get packs. So but only maybe 30,000 people in the in the front of the line got packs cuz everyone yeah. bought so, 10 to so 5. That's, that's going to happen. Um, they did well, the backwards though. Like run it back definitely wasn't rare. <laughs> S3 base packs are rare as hell. Yeah, that's a good point. That's right a good now, point. They they so they are right <laughs> now, but the thing is I think Jacob when I when I talked to Jacob in person, he put it best where he said that packs all packs being plus ev is a bug it's not a feature um you can't have a healthy marketplace where you just buy something and they're like here's free money for buying it from us like when you buy something you shouldn't get triple what it's worth instantly make their pinch yeah no they make their pinch but i'm saying like that's not how the 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 marketplace like is gonna work where like you can't you can't bring new users on when they know that, hey, like I can just buy a pack and sell it. And then if I don't invest time and get interested in this, I can just profit and leave. Like that's how you create like rent seekers. That's how you create people who like don't feel like they have to understand the platform or get involved in the community because they're like, look, I'm making money. Like why, why put any more effort into this? Like why try to understand what's going on when I'm just 5Xing every time I get a pack while I'm at work and I'm just in line on my other screen? So the thing is, it, I do wish that they allowed everyone to get a pack just for the very first drop because it's like it's it's the kickoff to Series 3. I get that. But what they're trying to do is they're trying to train users. They're trying to say, hey, like these packs are not inherently valuable. So there's going to be – and I think it'll be interesting to see how many packs drop next week. I don't know if it's going to be just across the board 200,000 because they did say something about like – based on uh demand so they might see hey we had this many people online and only this many people got it we're going to bump that pack number up to three hundred fifty thousand or something like that i'm assuming they have some sort of algorithm that's keeping 
track of this where they're just pumping the numbers in it's spitting out what they want um but what they're trying to do is they're trying to train people that hey like your pack's not going to be an automatic profit and you have to think for the first time you have to think if you want to buy a pack or not and that's good like but it's going to take time so i think the whole point of them doing this was to just start it off like i said i it is kind of a bummer that not everyone could get an s3 pack but it's good because a lot of those people who bought 10 packs didn't make their money back or they made just their money back. Um, like, and that's good because people are like, wait, wait a minute. Wait, I, I don't have, I don't have $300 in my account. I, I spent 90 though. I should have 300, $400 in here. So it's just going to take time next week. More people, even if they drop, let's say they just do 200,000 again next week, more people are going to get access to packs. There's going to be more than 30,000 get to buy the week after that. The numbers going to be even more. Their goal at some point is to have just packs, base packs, common packs. You can just go and buy one. Like if Patrick, if you were doing a live stream and you're like, hey, like let's rip some packs. You could instead of holding on to packs for a live stream, you could just go in and rip and try to get something crazy and get a cool like clip from that. And on top of that, they want the floor to be like one. They want it to be one dollar. I don't know if they'll if that'll happen. I, I don't know. We'll see. But they, they ideally they want it to be one dollar. Do they not see value in their product? No, they do. We see, we see it above a dollar. For now we do. But the point is it needs to be okay. This is one of the most incredible things I I with the whole thing. Not saying you said this pack trip, but there were so many people who are complaining. Like we didn't get S3 packs, but they're like, there's also too many moments being released. And it's like, well, it's one or the other. Like you're not gonna always get packs if there's like if there's like the moments are rare, but like if there's too many moments, then there should be packs for everyone. So they want commons to be common. They want, because that is the environment that I think they feel comfortable tur really turning up the marketing switch because that is a an environment that is like friendly to new users because you can come in and you can buy a moment for a dollar and worst case scenario, you put it up for a dollar and it just doesn't sell. So you don't intrinsically lose any value. You just may not be able to get your like real like fiat money back. But it gives people a chance to explore. Hopefully there's a point where there's a $1 floor and there's a showcase challenge and it's all $1, $2 moments. And so if you're a brand new user, you can come in and be like, wow, I just spent $20 and now I'm getting this cool moment like by building a showcase. Wow, I'm just, I just got taught how to build a showcase, how to hold on to moments while I wait, AKA kind of be a collector. And I have no incentive to sell them because they're sitting at what I paid for. And I didn't pay a ton of money just to get this one moment I want. So, you know what? Maybe I will hold on to my Hardenstein Clippers dunk, even though I don't really know who that is. Like the, the, what they're trying, like I get the frustration, but they're, they're working towards something and, this was just them ripping off the Band-Aid and saying, hey, this is how it works from now on. We know people are going to complain. We know people are going to be upset. But, like, give it three, four weeks. Like, and everyone who had these complaints will be saying just the opposite. We're like, why, why are there just packs out there? Like, there's not enough demand. Like, you need to bring in new users if there's just packs just sitting there for people to grab. Like, people love to complain about stuff. But I, I do feel like I see where they're going with this. And just like based off the conversations I've had with like the top shot economists 
and Jacob, I feel like I have a, and just my software developing background, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of like what they're trying to do. And I think it's, their 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 big goal should be bringing in new users. I think everyone can agree with that. And this is how you do that, and you don't burn them because so, all those new users who came in when things were crazy in February, a lot of them have not come back and probably may never come back. So we anticipated a lot of people coming in from that D Wade challenge. We spent money paying D Wade to get him to sponsor this. We rugged two and a half million dollars from the packs. We. Uh, <laughs> And then there was a showcase challenge for Clay, right? When D-Wade's coming on and it brings a whole bunch of users who then, oh, if I love D-Wade, I love that era. Mm-hmm. Now Clay drops next. And you have these play these people spending $70 on Kayvon Looney, $75 on Juan Toscano Anderson, and mm-hmm. $120 on Jordan Poole. Isn't that a challenge? Isn't that the same problem that at 15X, that Kayvon Looney was mm-hmm. $75 or more at certain points? Yeah. Um, and yeah. now he's back to five dollars. Like it's it's almost the same problem. And they villainized the phrase challenge, brought it to quests. Now it's a showcase quest. Then it actually well, now it's a showcase challenge. I mean, that's verbiage so much. Yeah, they've changed more verbiage down that than at least the blog post, I could say. Yeah. Well, and I think I think that's partly them figuring things out. But once again, we have to reach a point where users don't feel entitled that they have to complete every challenge. Like they're like when there's they're a passionate. Light, yeah, passionate no, no, I'm, I'm the same way. I <laughs> got really close to dropping a embarrassing amount of money on a one on a one TSD before I luckily had a, a friend who was able to let me borrow one. I got um, one loaner on a yeah. warriors challenge and I had I to w- suck up and spend 75. It was actually 65 on Looney. It was Ooh, late in the challenge. That's I, painful. I, I help. Yeah. Yeah. But but this is why I'm still like, I'm an old time user. I got beat the hell out of in the rising stars challenge and I know better. And I still do it because I want, I want clay. It's yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to keep it in a pack. I'm buying a clay off the market. I'm not, I'm planning when I've got, I've got like it'll drop off at some point with his debut. I got my clay pack. I bought three TSDs of his like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. But I think the thing is like, like we have to reach the point where like users don't feel like, Oh, I have to participate. And part of that is them ramping up. So there's things for everyone. So I think hopefully at some point there's like a challenge that's a little more common going on. And there's a challenge that's a little more rare going on. So no matter what type of collector you are or where you are or how high your bankroll is, you can participate. And I think that's, what's important. And they kind of did that where they had those four or five challenges going on and then people start complaining and they're like, how am I supposed to do all these challenges at once? And it's like, you're not like, you don't have to do them all. And I, I think they're increasing the amount of challenges that are coming out. And I like, once again, in, in software, you're taught a lot. Showcase that, challenges. Though. Yeah. It showcase challenges. I want, we need a challenge the ball. So they still have baller status, a thing, mm-hmm. and you need to do challenges to earn it but they put challenges on ice. So it's going to really like, I'm at nine out of 10 challenges. I need one challenge to come out. I don't care what it is. I think I'm out at like six, six out of 10, but yeah, Yeah. I need to complete that. I've one more. And this is why I'm fighting so hard. Honestly, (laughs) my own bags, but it's, 
It's for the baller score. And that's why I was doing these challenges. And they used to incentivize us with stuff like that to get points yeah. and to be a rising star and all these other things. And that meant something at one point. Now it's collector score and people are just running up the numbers and we don't know yeah. what it really means. So I think I think one thing important to understand is is like I think Dave said it too, where he's like, look, like as much as these are like smart people that are at Dapper, they're also figuring it out. And they are, it's because like these are they're building something that's brand new. You look at all these other NFTs and what do they do? Their roadmap is them like and the way they develop things is like very much like in line, like following something else, whether that's following the board apes or following Top Shot. Like Top Shot is one of those products that is building a blueprint. Candy, candy is doing what Top Shot's already done. So it's easy for them because they're like, oh hey, like someone's already made the mistakes. We can just do what worked. So we have to rem- we have to like remember that too. Like Top Shot is still by far the best NFT product out there by like such an insane margin. Like it's not even funny. Like and because of that, like we hold them to this high standard. But they're figuring things out, and so like there has to be a little bit of of like patience and like hey, we are in beta. Um, I mean, maybe as a software developer, like beta means a lot more to me than than to someone else but like when you're in beta and you're working on a project like your your project usually sucks and yeah it's usually not worth eight billion dollars correct correct and i think that's part of the problem is even is top shot looks so good like it looks so professional and shiny and clean and like futuristic and then something doesn't work and you're like what the hell like this looks so good like like and i like I don't know. I go back and forth. I was someone who was very critical um, at certain points in Top Shot. I was someone who very early on, like when things were still pretty good, was like, yeah, there's going to be like we're going to hit the floor of like a pretty serious dip like in the off season. And people were like very upset at me for like how like you're fudding my bags and like all this stuff. And like now I'm like more positive about things because like I've see us going in a positive direction and people are like why are you mad about this i'm just like i i don't know man like i i feel I got, like i got to see Giannis get his ring that's why um and yeah that's true <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like yeah i i clearly was complaining a little too loudly and they're like okay let's send him to walkie <laughs> <laughs> but i think i think Pactor makes a good point though which is like there does seem to they do it does seem to be confusing like they seem to be going in the right direction yeah. then all of a sudden they're going backwards like the I think the run it back compared to the base S3 is a really good point. What you were saying, Jeb, is that like, oh, but they're they're making comments common and, and from this point forward. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, do you mean from like base S3 forward, mm-hmm. not including run it back? So run it back, basically well, it everyone back was, who was in the queue got one almost. Yeah, um, well, I mean, run it back was part of S2, like summer or whatever. All right, so then in your, in your hypothesis then, it's like S3 and forward. Uh, this is the way it's going to work. So yeah, I I don't think we're going to see. I think those S three base moments are not going to stick at sixty k. I think they break a hundred k for sure. Yeah. I, the whole point is that they are worthless. Like except maybe like the Giannis moment. Even the Giannis out of hundred k, like I'd still pay two three dollars for that. There's some but, LEs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Giannis isn't isn't though. Yeah, the Giannis yeah. is a sixty k. And that I moment get my is Jalen Brown LEs. 
And that no- Noara moment is filthy too, and that's a sixty k as well on KD, right? Yeah, yeah, that one's incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously the the quality's really good. I think I saw you talking about this the other day, Jeb. It's like the quality's really good. The thumbnails are really good. The thumbnails yeah. are on point. Like the product <laughs> is worthy. All of them. Everyone oh yeah, is is, is really yeah. S three blows S one out of the water in terms of moment quality and thumbnail, which is like yep. awesome because that's that shows like how far we've come, and it's like. It's, at least for me, it instills like confidence that hey, like Top Shot is growing and evolving and making all these improvements that people did complain about back then, and now people have moved on to something else to complain about instead of being like, oh, this is great. <laughs> like, <laughs> just be like excited about. I mean, there's stuff to. I I'm a very loud person in general. Like, I'm I can I'll be very critical. Um, for sure. And I have no problem voicing my opinion about it, but I also feel like I really um, appreciate a lot of the things that they have done. Like I, they don't, they don't owe us anything. You, your account, you're just cause you own top shot moments. Doesn't mean you should make money. The fact that Roham and Allen reply to people on Twitter is almost laughable. Like, I don't go and buy stock in Apple and then tweet at Tim Cook and say, why isn't my stock going up? Like, Tim Cook doesn't know who I am. And, like, like the fact that they make themselves accessible and that they're trying they, – they're listening to the community. Like, I do think they messed up big time with the the whole the, – this latest Tarasi challenge. But the fact that they listened and actually did something about it speaks volumes. Like, they don't have to do any of that stuff. So, like – I think people like just need to like chill a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I think although although what I do agree that they don't necessarily owe us anything, but I think Coral makes a good point though, which is like we are beta users, and and even though we're it beta might not investors be... and testers, so right. we're beta testers, we're really we're... we're kind of beta investors. The real beta investors are people like Kevin Durant and Michael Jordan who drop millions of dollars. No, I know. Actual, like we're like we like to be like, oh yeah, we're I've invested, I've invested a lot of money in this platform. But it's like you're more of a tester than an investor, and I think that's yeah. also kind of important to. Yeah, they do owe Pack. They owe Pack yeah. a lot. I, they owe. They, yeah, <laughs> Pack Trip, a real one. Pack Trip is bringing value to the Top Shot platform, and right. like, give this man his roses. Like <laughs> this man's putting Top Shot on his back. That's true, right, man. Yeah, and I true. put Jacob on my chest right here. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, hell yeah. So, so I think, yeah, there, there's obviously things that we can all crit- critique and there's things that we can appreciate. And that's kind of the whole fun of all this. And that's why we, that's why we talk about the stuff we talk about. Um, yeah. I mean, I would but any, do if they were just nailing everything. They weren't always yeah. the most responsive. I still have my Patrick Williams gripe that I will never let go. What's that? Vooch got traded, and Patrick Williams changed his number, and they still kept minting old moments. So his triple badge dropped. Vooch got traded to the Bulls. Vooch, being the vet all-star, took nine from Patrick Williams, and he had to switch to 44. And from then on, he was number 44 the rest of the season. He only played like a month in number nine. Mm-hmm. And all three of his rookie moments are that, are number nine. 
Oh, that's oh, like mean, the jersey number? Yeah, his jersey number is number oh, nine yes. in all three of the moments when he was number 44 when they minted and released. I Like, I was following this thing from live token from the jump. And <laughs> and it's really upsetting. that. And I kept writing Jacob, Roham, adding them all. And I, and I still have that problem because think about, like, a moment where uh, Michael Jordan was number 12 one night or a 44 year. Yeah, uh, for, a 40, 45, 45 year. year. Yeah, yeah, that would be, like, that's – cool stuff like exactly yeah so that's Williams, stuff collectors like, maybe love. 10 years from now number 44 is being retired and you have his number nine rookie card you know what i'm yeah. saying when n- number 44 for patrick williams is going in the rafters you have number like number nine like it's such a a, a variant you know it, it's a cool little thing it's uh, i don't know that yeah, yeah. To me. yeah the details the details are important actually there's one... triple badge you see it he's number nine clearly and um the only moment with him number 44 is daniel tice uh houston 40k and he's in Damn. the background it's 44 one thing see, that this I've, is... I've never patrick said this. notices the details i've uh, it's something that kind of like that brings me up something that i thought of um i've never talked about this at all but I do think it's super interesting that the, uh, for example, the PJ Tucker Houston moment, he got traded to the Bulls. He won a championship that year, but it doesn't have a championship badge. Mm -hmm. Like I I feel, I don't know. And and I talked, I talked a little bit to Dumbo about it. And he said that the, the like, like what people were saying was like, Oh, they don't want to confuse collectors, but I don't know. Things like that. Like you said, Patrick, like the details matter. They and do. Like, S1, Montrezl Harrell, he doesn't have a championship badge on his because he's on the Clippers in the beginning of the year, and he got traded to the Lakers. And he doesn't have a six-man-of-the-year badge that I've also made. Uh, <laughs> we want to incorporate that. I think, yeah, we need the badges. We need I, the badges. No, he Bring he the was, badges. He was on the more the, badges, the better. No, Patrick, he was on the Clippers last year. He didn't get traded. He got signed last I mean. Yes. S1. S1, he was on the Clippers, and then he won a championship also on the Lakers. Oh, that's true. S1. Harrell, S1 was S1 the Lakers. It. The Lakers won it all in S1. The Lakers won it all in no, S1. No, they did. Yeah. And Clippers, he has a Clippers moment that's out of 399, 4,000, and it's a Clippers moment. Doesn't get the badge. I've already, like I've talked to Austin. Oh, oh, oh. Well. It's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing as the Same the situation as the Sorry, PJ I got, Tucker, I got super but from S1. Like, it's the original problem one, and then he, that's the second one. Yeah, Got yeah. It. I I do wish like yeah I uh I uh before I brought up to Dumbo I went and bought a couple PJ it's a Tuckers. Badger. That's what yeah. it should be. At least Montrezl Harrell's the six man of the year badge, top shot debut. I mean I don't think they should do a six man of the year badge. You don't think so? It's one player the whole year. No, no. Jordan I mean, like Jordan Clarkson would get it. Whatever for all. Yeah, does Jordan Clarkson do? really deserve a badge? He like, wants six man of the year. Yeah. He's a trick or treat guy. You know he does whatever, but it's like. <laughs> Montrez- they could do it. I don't know. Trez Harrow's same thing. Is he one six man of the year? It's one. Mo- it's one moment. Give him a badge. I, yeah, I don't know. I thought. <laughs> I thought. I did think we were going to see an MVP badge at some point, and I don't know. There's part of me that's kind of happy that we don't. Just like things are simple. So you know? my, like my MVP badge was a little different. You know how there's the challenge award star and it's mm-hmm. red. I was going to make that a gold star. Yeah, why not? To the I like thing. That. So it doesn't even fit in the badge. It goes with the cirque. And then there would also be like Jokic or Giannis would also get these double star moments as well. So, so what it mm. sounds like, Pack Trip, is you and me to need to make our own top shot. I think yeah, that's, that's a good idea. Honestly, this is what I've been thinking, right? We get Tandy, me, you. We get, I'd say, 
Judge, and then Mets. Right? We need Madden. Well, I'm out. I'm out. This is a lot of energy, right? No, but I'm telling you. I'm out. We get we 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 can join. And as I see it, as uh, can can I share my page? Of course. Here, come here. This share is gonna be. It. You got to bring it up. It's not. It's not there yet. You got the share oh, it's button. Not, first. I just clicked over. But first, I'll just say it? this. That is a good idea. Yeah, I, I wrote it down. Oh, nice. I want to show you what uh, what our CEO and who it's going to be out of the five. I don't see your page still, though. How Parker. do I do it? There's a, there should be a button at the oh, bottom that says plus. share. All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So how do I? Should, should I play the waiting video? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Remember this happened last time too? I think it did, yeah. I go to Chrome tab. What do I have to do? Here oh, geez. Well, Jeb's the go. software engineer. Hold on, here we go. Did I do it? Yeah, what am I looking at? Some guy from the office? <laughs> this is you when you're the CEO. Tell me this <laughs> isn't you in 20 years after running Top Shot. That's, That's actually me. scarily accurate. This All right. Is Andy right here. He's going to be the comp our, our CEO. And we're gonna be running this company. All right, I'm back. I'm back to you. Right. Let me stop. Sharing. Yeah, no, I took you off. I took you off. It's gonna be you in the future when you're running Dapper. We're gonna vote Roham out with this DAO that everyone's pitching, and and you're gonna be the CEO of Dapper. I do, right. do want to say I I did tweet. I tweeted this like a couple of days ago, but I, I do think it's just it goes back to like it, it blows my mind just people whining about stuff and they're like they're like. How dare Roham not call me and ask for my advice how to run his company? Like, I mean, like people. I know a guy what, like that. that's what Mets says every day to himself. He must he must go home to his Gosh. wife and he's like, I cannot believe it. Roham didn't even call me before they made this decision. He didn't even like consolidate me on this blog post. Like, so I gotta I gotta give give Mets uh, his his thing right here. So at least he went on Pack Rips, uh, Patrick Pack. Pack Rip Ewing's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, I heard and of it. course, I listened to it. Yeah. And I, I think he too. was definitely, as you are, very hesitant and didn't give him at least a fair shake. I thought an unbiased shake in the beginning. Um, and he eventually kind of warmed up to him. And uh, I think it led to even a second podcast with him oh, and, I didn't, that I've I also didn't listened to, one. I think. Unless I mean, I just yeah. Listen to a bunch of Mets interviews from everyone else. Um, yeah. But I think, but uh, he, he has a lot of good points. No, yeah, I, but I agree. they're just. You, you, and he when also, you take a hundred shots, you're gonna hit one. Like, come on. <laughs> he definitely got into some weird arguments with people, but I think he used to really. He was in this shit before all of us. Excuse me. He was no, in this before won. all of us, and he actually really used to talk to these people on a day to day basis and join group calls. Like, they were into it. You know what I'm saying? I like, think, I think they. He really used to have a, a, a like a. Hmm true link with them he said it in the interview that they used to yeah, talk he, he he said it but from what i've heard behind the scenes it might be a little uh hyperbole let's just put it oh, that a way. little inflation of what yeah just a little like hey i'm i'm the it, big big important guy like king of the gospel king of the gospel it's not <laughs> it's not a gospel. zoom call it was a dm <laughs> a, a, a like dm but it was really it was a zoom call apparently but nah i, I at least thought like he he had a lot more like I said, a direct line to them before where I think he feels a little cut off with how it's expanded. And also he feels like they kind of blew it up with too much moments and yada, yada. Basically they, it was this little classroom and then it blew up to a class of like 50 kids and, and he's not getting one-on-one -on -one <laughs> yeah. anymore. You know, he's not the special boy anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm at some point, you know, when you are the special boy, it's what you used to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I and he, and he did drop a bankroll on it. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to about to play that again. Yeah, he did. He Please. definitely dropping a lot of cash. Um, Dude, Tandy, you need to add the the. And he um, fights for basketball. I think that's the other thing. Is he like everyone fights for basketball? That's not no, special. These guys don't fight for basketball. I don't care. Mike fights for basketball. Dream Shaker fights for basketball. I fight for basketball. Oh, yeah, Judge you know. says he fights for basketball. <laughs> Steve fights for basketball. You fight ten for basketball. Pe- Tandy people. fights for basketball. That's ten people off the top of my head. Like, okay, Tandy, but you we need are to the add the guys. We we fud. You know what I'm saying? We were like, oh, the crypto guys came in, and yada yada. Like, there are those too, and I yeah. And, yeah, but oh, I mean, let me let me hear Jeb's suggestion just, after this. We need the we need the Jada kiss laugh also. Oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll look for that. Well, Kyrie, I mean, no one but no one beats Kawhi's laugh to me. I mean, J- the Jada kiss one's good, but all right. Well, I think we're we're at the point of the show where should we rip packs? We got. I know we got. Um, I actually have a base pack I could rip that's been just gathering I a, dust. I had a, a pack I could rip. I had a pack I could right. rip. Oh. It's gonna be a little rip party, I think. So yeah. if you guys want to get your rip rips ready, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the rip video and then we'll rip some packs. All right. So I see you got some packs back here. I got Jeb's pack. I got a uh, pack drip. I don't think you figured out your screen still. Um, <laughs> but I, let's just start it up. Um, I even though I was supposed to do it. I thought you were going first. Oh, I mean, I could go first, but you could load it up. So why don't, I'll go first. Let's, let's, uh, let's choose a pack, guys. Um, here's some packs. I'll do that. No, I don't, I'm not going to open that Wade pack. Oh, no. Which pack is this, actually? I don't even know which one this is. That's the Bosch. Oh, that's the Bosch. I mean, I guess we could open that. You guys want to see that? Why not? Sure. Here's the Bosch. Let's see it. All right. Everyone's on pins and needles. Here All right, go. Bosch. Let's do it. Show me that low cereal. No. Not very low. I was ready to <laughs> pop off, but sorry, Candy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, well. There's four a four digit. in it. No, there's no four in it. Yeah. Four digit. Okay. Four digit. That's true. That's true. There's like four, almost 50. Oh, there's 41K. Okay. All yeah, right. It's not bad. Not terrible. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's the fandom. We're all very happy with the fandom set tonight. <laughs> uh, you guys, did you not do the challenge? I did do the challenge. That's so why I have it. Oh, yeah. I'm cooked. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what are we know. thinking? It literally came out like word bomb. I don't know. <laughs> what, what are we thinking? Are we thinking this uh, base set 48, playoffs release two, which I have terrible luck with? Or I've I've literally got like three packs I've opened. They're all been trash in the playoffs. Forty seven is bad. All right. So what are we thinking then? For, we like forty eight or we like playoffs? Did you did you just did you just get forty eight? I think that recently? was kind of recent. Was that yeah? The stress okay. Test? I just got no. I just got forty, and I like it randomly popped up in my. It must be from like trivia or something. They just didn't announce like the winner. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. So what are we, what are we yeah, thinking, right. Chad? You guys, you guys want the playoff one, or you guys want uh, you guys want forty eight? I feel like the playoff ones are always fun. Yeah, let's just do playoff one then. Round two. I feel like that's the easy choice. 
And I think this one has a lot of a lot of moments in it too. It does. Yeah. I, just, I, I think, think this is. one has the round one and round two. Yeah, it does. You'll get to. You get oh five. yeah. Five. I have I have a playoff two held. I didn't know it had five moments in it. Yeah, I thought it. Was yeah. Hell yeah. And this got some now different music. So let, let's hear the music. Oh, can you hear this music actually? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's start. Let's go middle. Nice oh, good cereal. cereal. There's Ooh, the my favorite player. We're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know. Zay I didn't Hartstein. connect the two dots as the same person. But speak it into TSD. existence, Jeb. All right. Well, there's a there's I, a top I shot from debut. The, I learned from the best pack trip. <laughs> and and does he have any other moments on the on the Cavs? Because he's on the the Clippers this year, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would assume he does not. So so should we just that. should we just turn it off now? That was the best moment I could have pulled. Looks I, rare. I mean, it's definitely a W. It's not an L. Oh, 2007. 2007. All right, that's a cool oh cereal. It is a cool cereal. Good cereal. All right, it's a good. It's good for fantasy too, actually. DJ McConnell, McConnell. showing Although, off his pure athleticism. Yeah. Do you think I could? Let's. Should, should we pretend this is like Minesweeper? Do we, which one is not the playoff moment? We need to look at the ones and twos and threes here. So I would say since that 2007 has a two zero zero and a seven in it, we want to hit that that uh, left bottom. Left bottom. So let, yeah. we're going to try to not a hit a playoff. Moment, Jeb works for Dapper. <laughs> right, here we go. He's yeah, that's, that's not a playoff right. moment. He's yeah. Ilham. We did it. We did he, it. That's, I was tweeting about this. There's somebody who's Ilham, you know, Squid Game, old man, like, but they're low-key <laughs> in on it all. Yeah. That's a double yeah. badger. There's that's one nice. person in this community who's an Ilham. I wonder who it is. I, I, there's I got to be, right? There's yeah. got to be a mole. There's definitely yeah. has to be for sure. Yeah. He's probably in this chat right now. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we did great so far. Should we just shut it down? Which or which? Honestly, which, uh... this is a solid three. Like <laughs> good really Cyril McConnell, yeah. two badge Kenny Martin Jr. and a TSD. All like, right, Jeb. I'm letting you choose the next one. Bottom or top? Let's go. Let's go top. All right. Nets. Oh, okay. No, that's around. good. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good top shot debut. No, it's not a top shot. It's debut. not a debut. It's, it's a Nets. Playoff oh, moment. that's a playoff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, my playoff moment luck has not been very good. So let's see. Here we go. LeBron. Off the glass. Oh, is it another Claxton? Blake Griffin. Right. Blake Blake Griffin. This, one, this one's a good dunk. He dunks on Giannis here. Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> this dunk is filthy. Boom. That is a nice moment. That is like some vintage that is. Blake Griffin. Yeah, it is a nice moment. It is a nice moment. Yeah. He drifted a little back. He kind of shied away from it. Yeah, All right, yeah, yeah. well, there's my pack. I guess that's the next playoff pack. It started started a little better than it ended, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, not, not the worst, though, either. Not, not the, the worst, worst pack. Not the worst pack. Yeah. All right, so who we got back here? We got Jeb. All right, so um, Pack Jeb, you want to load up your screen? I'll, I'll share it when it's ready. We're going to load right. up. We're going to load up Jeb now. Yeah, so I think I'm just going to open this this base set. I have my Clay Thompson pack. Jersey number still hasn't been pulled. We're down to 416 packs left. So wow. starting to get a little little excited here. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I'm saving my run it back. My dad got a spot, an eligible spot, and then like aired out. So he opened a ticket, and I'm kind of hoping to open my pack with him. At some Air Force point. One? But what? You said Air Force One, right, for – you know, George Bush, you know, he oh, yeah, yeah. Air, Air <laughs> yeah. Force One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm hoping I'm hoping he gets his pack soon so we can open it and like do a video or something together. 
because if there's a showcase challenge that's released, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to rip it. Like, sorry, Dan, but <laughs> let's see what we got here. If honestly, if we just get one good one, I'm super happy. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Michael Mulder. It's okay. I gotta. I gotta now. I gotta use my videos now. Hold on. Is that? You think that's an? I'll take it, or is that a stinky? Stinky. It's yeah. It's probably a stinky. Stinky. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Brandon Clark. Oh, this one's a good moment. Not like thrill about it, but it's a solid dunk. But yeah. Yeah. Nothing, How are we feeling about? Right home about? Is that an I'll take it, or is that also a stinky? I'm not a two foot jumper. I'm a one legged dunker. That's a stinky. All right. Yeah. What do you guys stinky. Not the worst of the worst, but nothing right. <laughs> Come on, nothing here we go. Either. The grand oh, finale. Here we go. Handles Monte mm. Morris top shot debut. All right. Oh, okay. okay. You know what? At least it top shot debut. I'll take it. That's an I'll take it for sure. All right, that's an I'll take it. So let's anything let's with find a badge. That. Anything with a badge at this point. I'm I'm always. This always was happy worth with like that. over fifty bucks one time from one of those showcase. Uh, really? Challenges. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not it's not the worst. I could I could do I could do much worse than that. So all right, okay. Not great, <laughs> not terrible. Um all right, Pack Drip. Take us oh, into this, the matrix. This is my fantasy league where I'm <laughs> right, that's definitely drip. what we wanted to see. He's just pumping yeah. his dags everywhere. <laughs> and no, honestly, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna let you know I'm I'm down bad. I'm down <laughs> 02 and it's Sunday and I'm about to be 03. Wow. And I've been losing by the skin of my teeth. Dude, that's so painful. And it and it sucks. But you know what? I, I'm in it, and this is fun. <laughs> we got our group chat, and we, we have a good time. Utility. Anyway. Utility. Uh, two All common right, so, packs. So, We're going to rip one. I got to hold one forever. Okay. So. All right, let me get that stinky button ready. You know, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing. <laughs> the I mean... smelliest pack of them all. <laughs> The two the two LEs and then the the rookies are the only thing like really worth packing. Here we go. Let's see a rookie. Right. We want to see some rookies. All right, I want to see a rookie behind door number three. Let's go, rookie time. Whoa! <laughs> I stinky. Step. <laughs> they, top his top shot debut. He drops Nikola uh, Vucevic on a, off a jab step two. Mm, okay. I haven't seen that the one. Same move. They were they gave him the same moment. I wish they could have did something else with that. Too Here nice comes a rookie. Let's see those stinky. badges. Did you stinky this? Yeah, you I did. stinkied it. I stinkied it. All right. All right. Good. <laughs> a block. Oh. Jordan this Nuora. This All right. It's a nice. This is... It's a nice moment. Yo, they gave me the bottleneck. This they gave me the bottleneck so breaker. I sold my Jordan Nuora at like three hundred bucks, and now it's back down to like one forty. Respect. Awesome. I got to see. Out. I got to see this block live. This block's Hell like yeah. incredible, and then he passed it to Giannis, and Giannis passed Giannis passed it to Grayson Allen for a three. It was like this incredible electric moment inside. So that it sound, sounds like you're happy with that one. So we'll play we'll play this clip. Yes, yes, yes. Oh God, yes. All right, so <laughs> door number one has to be Evan Mobley. Let's go. Nope, definitely Harrison not Evan Mobley. Oh, I got the Harrison Barnes game winner. It's a nice no, moment not. as well. Is it a game winner? Is it a game winner or is it? I not? don't think so. I think it's just is a three. Is it just a corner three? I'm is assuming the game they're saving the rare moment. I'm assuming they're saving the game, the game winner for a rare or something like that. Oh yeah, Austin yeah. 
Austin Kent said something about that in his video with Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which oh, I think that's one oh. thing that's cool because now that Austin knows, like, hey, like you have this many things to play with, he can. Yeah, he he tweeted about it too, and I thought it was so cool that he was like, yeah, there's a limited amount of things I can do. So if like certain moments happen, like I know to save this now instead of just like, well, like here, here we go. So so if so if Austin, my girl's walking around in the background. So if Austin is is doesn't really have full control over what they could get, how does Kevin Durant? How can he be crafting moments? How's he <laughs> yeah, supposed to question. come in? And craft all this. Well, stuff. I'm assuming as one of the most sensitive players in the NBA, he's not going to pick a moment that makes anyone look like super bad, you know, in the first place. Like he's not, he's the last person to be doing that. Cause then he's got to pull out all the burners and like tweet at people who like got mad at him. So like Kevin Durant is like conflict, like avoids conflict, like the plague for sure. So, yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's do a little let's do a little fun little giveaway. Um, see if we can get this to work. Everybody in the chat, type out stinky. And it's good that we said stinky too, because I'm gonna close this poll on that we were asked about the bear suit. Cause that's probably stinky as well. We were we we had to get your insight on that one. Um, okay. but fifty-five percent of the people, Jeb, would wear your bear suit for fifteen hundred dollars. Respect. I mean, I washed it. I did wash it afterwards. Um, it washed really well. It was the first time I had to wash it, so I was very, I was very thrilled. I didn't destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get this work in. I really okay. got the Jordan Noara. Now my my team set's completed again. Let's go. This was the plan. Hold on. Are you sure you don't work for Dapper Patrick? I could tell you for a fact, my boss doesn't respond to me. All that—that's all I know. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Like that would be the perfect way to to throw off all suspicion. Is Rohan just doesn't even acknowledge your existence? Just like, oh yeah, Patrick never even heard of him. He definitely doesn't work for me. Hi, Milham. <laughs> Ilham. Ilham, that's it, right? Is that it? I forget. Yeah. Caught. I had such a guilty conscience. It's like whoever smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Let's see here. Okay. It looks like we have 16. Is that right? 16? guess your odds are, are good. The these are the ducks. These are the ducks. So there's All right, there's 25 entered. in the room, but 16 in the, in the Jeff, thing. Enter. But... enter. Get, get a duck in there. I didn't see Stinky yeah. from you. I, just, I, mean, I, just, I put it in there. I'll put Jeb in there as well. Um, oh, so you could just add people behind this. Yeah, I can. I can add people. Let me just make sure these like people serial are serial lottery. I, this sounds familiar. Yeah, it's because I'm on the inside, bro. Did you see that one of the first packs that was given out? The guy pulled the jersey number. No. Like so, Chris Bosch got like handed out immediately, and one of the first packs opened. But the problem was, is only a hundred people even got packs. When you check the stats, it was under eighty people when number four was opened. And then by the time the last people got their packs, I was talking to two guys on Twitter. They got them like an hour late after number four got pulled and all that, and they both got forty k cereals. So mm -hmm. it's like, 
is it delivery time? Just whenever you get it is kind of the sequential order of what your, your serial number is. So now also I kind of got it halfway through. I know not to open it. I'm a, yeah. I got a Bosch pack. Same way I got a clay pack. I, I kind of like that, that they have their own exclusive pack and it, it may be remembered as such. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I think, I think they're still kind of ironing that thing out, but I do like that they give them out in packs now instead of just airdrop it into mm-hmm. your account. Yeah. yeah it's, it's an experience. Yeah. And it gives you the added, uh, you can it, hold it. My, those values don't show up on moment ranks. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Exactly. So my, my account value from what it looks like isn't what it truly is because I have so much packs accrued. Right. All right. Well, here we go. Let's shuffle these characters up. Let's shuffle it up a little bit. Don't know who's who. All right. I get, we got some interesting looking ducks here. Got a Mohawk duck, a bear duck, chef duck. Am I the bear duck? Um, I'm not I think you're the Mohawk duck. I told you I would wear the bear suit for the marathon. (laughs) I voted yes. That's why I got it. Well, let's see. That it looks like ATC is the bear. So let's see if ATC is going to win. ATC is the bear. Yeah, I let's see. It might I'm be. the Mohawk. Oh yeah, you're the Mohawk duck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff's got his Jeff's got his top hat on. Okay. Wait, who's that guy in the front? That's Jeb Bush. I'm I'm actually Jeb Bush. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I, I have no idea who that user is. Yeah, you're right. I guess if, if that if that win does not you, unfortunately. Yeah, it's, yeah, unfortunately, that's a probably airdrop it to the actual. Chewy Wolf is in here. Shout out to Chewy Wolf. Hell yeah, Dude, Chewy. Shout out, shout out to Chewy Wolf. I have a video of us uh, opening some packs that I. Oh, you I met him? Posted. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah. cool. That's true. They yeah, met I'd, up in Sacramento. I'd be meeting. I'd be meeting everyone. I I I think before NFT um, in NYC, I had met the most. Top shot users in real life. I feel like I can comfortably say that for sure. This, this is anyone's race right now, by the way. Who has the stinkiest duck? Oh, oh, pack trip. Pack trip. <laughs> pack trip. I have the stinkiest duck. All right. Well, congratulations to pack trip. It's totally rigged. That's what we know for sure. Um, yeah. Patrick works for Dapper. I work for Dapper. Yeah, Patrick works for Dapper. I don't know what other proof we need. All right, well, fellas, let's My do our let's, let's run our Q and A video, and then the chat. If you got any extra questions for these guys, and then I'm gonna go to sleep after this because it's super late over here. So let's run the Q and A video. Here we go. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. All right, so now is your chance to ask actually Jeb Bush or Pack Trip some questions. So go ahead and ask some questions, and otherwise, we will say our bid our adieus. Um, but yeah, nice race, Pack Trip. You did well. I had the I was the mustiest yeah. duck there, and then no one wanted to be around me. <laughs> You're musty. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was stinky, you know. The, uh, <laughs> I was running, and everyone's like, uh, "Oh, get away from that guy!" Yeah, I broke He's free. got some kind of medical everybody. condition. Um, do you, you guys, any any hopes? This is a question. I, any hopes I, for S three? I have really big expectations for S three because I think S two is just them throwing everything at the wall and just seeing what happened. And I think between the roadmap and just like 
other things like this system with 10 packs that they have in place and all these other things. I think I'm expecting things to be nice and like ironed out things to be like very like transparent or like we like kind of like we know what's happening as opposed to S2. We we're kind of just like stumbling in the dark and being like, Oh, like, like, and it was a lot of fun. Like, don't get me wrong. It was fun to like try and predict challenges and all that stuff, but I'm hoping S3 is a little more uniform. And as a result, like, it allows people, including myself, to like really like hone in on those moments that we really want instead of maybe chasing some stuff because of uh, things that Dapper's trying to figure out. What about you, Pack Trip? Um, S3, I like the fact that they kept the rookie triple badges at 4K. It adds some yeah. element of because they're they're claiming these loot box laws and all this other stuff, and they don't want to dabble in it, and they didn't even want to risk an Olympic challenge just putting people together on a team and not even naming it the Olympic challenge. They could yeah, have the five ring challenge, you know, they could have did mm -hmm. anything and they didn't do it. And, um, they did a lot. That wasn't the question, anyway, sir, but the loot box. <laughs> yeah. I, I got off, but the loot box thing. And I think the packs actually give a little bit more of a, of like a, yes, I got it. Cause if once this goes to a hundred K or plus, I hope it just stops at a hundred K. Um, might not. It might not. All right, here's the next question. Bigger beast, Jeb in the bear suit, or Chewie as a 4K Wookie. means more. All yeah, right, but, I, but, I but what about your hopes, though, Packer? That was the question, hopes. Oh. Hopes. Hopes I pull a 4K. Um, no, I hope she pulls a 4K. I, All right, I, that's I, fair. I want to see, um, <laughs> see, like, cool challenges that get recurred. Um, maybe, like, a handles challenge that they just keep going is just mm. a, a storied thing like denied denied should have been here from from the jump it should have been s2 denied They're, they did throwdowns they should keep it yeah. like that you know for the win is cool it's when you start doing and then they were four that kind of gives like a college final four vibe when you had mm. a western and eastern conference finals set that you guys even burned and want to keep exclusive why wouldn't you have a second version of that that's accessible or anything it was really yeah. weird why you don't keep it the same name. And then well, S3, now they're saying they are. So now yeah. there's just an S2 gap. And that's what Jeb said. They threw shit at the wall and hope it stuck. And, and that was just not one of the things. That was one of the things that slid down and hit the floor. Mm. And yeah, I'm glad it's in the past. And I'm glad we're going to get back to that type of stuff. I'm no, I'm super hyped for the, the just to add on. I'm super hyped for the the second hustle and show set. Yeah, um, that's exactly yeah, hustle I'm plays. Just... Boom, we got a hustle play thing. We got a block thing. We got dunk with throwdowns. We have a handle set. We have a, a game winner for the win challenge set or whatever. Like yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. And then they were four. Doesn't tell the story of the NBA. It's kind of weird. Like Western yeah, Conference right. Finals. That's not something you like mess around with the name on. You know, it's. It's the Western Conference Finals. It just is what it is. When you type WCF, you know what it means. Why yeah, would true. you do ATTW4? Like, that's a question for uh, Dustin, right? I mean, I, uh, yeah, Austin. I was in their ear, and that's something they weren't really um, like hearing me on, and they weren't responding to me. They they do respond to some stuff, but it's truly only negativity. They will not respond to any critiques. They will not respond to any, almost any nice things or good ideas or anything. They'll take it silently, and then, and that's how uh, they'll go I, with it. I wouldn't fully agree with that, but I do. I will say that I do feel like, oh, in the past, Dapper has been a little reactionary, and I do hope that with S three, 
it's a little more measured of like decisions. Even with this this uh, this latest yeah, the, one, the I feel reactionary like, thing. Veerman was like talking they, about it too. I feel like they took their time to address it and make sure they addressed it fully, and like be a little less reactionary to a mistake that they clearly did make. And I mean, there's nothing. All we can do is just say appreciate it. Like, let's hope it doesn't happen again. But like, yeah, like they're going to make mistakes. Like this is. They're not. This is like I said. They're they're figuring this out because no one's ever done this before. Mm-hmm. So and I gotta and say, they're, they're ahead still... of the game. Tops yeah. has never done half the stuff they've done. Yeah, Tops t- has made probably a trillion dollars off of people. Yeah, and, and like seriously, and they have never done half the stuff. Exactly. Top shot is going above and beyond for us in in ways they could go even more. I, I know that sounds being spoiled or whatever, but we've seen what they could do, and we kind of get a feel of like. Tops doesn't really release how much packs they're doing, and you can do the quick math of oh, four hundred thousand packs times nine dollars is like two and a half million dollars. Like they just did a whole thing, like they just made two mil, and then they flew a few people out that might have cost under a hundred grand, and then you go, oh, all right, so there's there's a lot of wiggle room here. Well, I mean, yeah. they have to pay developers, and they are a for-profit company, and they, oh like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I'm not, yeah, I'm fully aware of that. But um, they're they're they've like promised things. They've met in many ways. Um, but I think I think there's opportunity to do more, and I think there's a way to give back to where they don't have to give product or anything. They could give more um on the actual website. So yeah, when I you mean, click on Top I Shot. Patience, like it's been eight months. The last eight months, because yeah. I joined like during the Scene Stars and Rising Stars. We're stuff. ambitious. They've done a lot, yeah. But you're not the one writing the code, buddy. Like that takes it's not time. all about the code. It's not all about the code. <laughs> yeah, Some but... of the stuff they could like, they could really, uh, I don't know. They, they could do tutorials on how to do these moments. They could, like, yeah. it, there's so many things. Like I've thought of so many ways where they could just have Jacob in the gym reenacting a IQ moment or something like a uh, floater and just like teach that. people how to, I don't but You know what I'm saying? Like teach people all these things, bring actual real utility to people. Have a guy on there who's like a basketball tutor or something and get these crypto dudes into playing basketball because everyone has a court near their house. <laughs> and a basketball is a very accessible thing to buy. I that's think, also why like I think it's a basketball very is one of the most popular priority things on pro- priority. I want to I want to see community. If you want to see a community, stop paying all these damn people to watch a, a discord chat. You have a guy in the gym. Working on his game and just recording. So, follow so his experience. Let's, let's, let's play see. this out. So do I just show up to a gym and I'm like, yeah, I'm here for Hank. Like, Purdy's here. And there's just some guy in a poncho just standing in the corner with a ball. They should actually open up. They should buy some land, right? Yeah. And they should have a gym. <laughs> and and then we should all be able to go there, open court. There should be a court. It's, I it should know, be I like 2K you. in real life. Yo, I promise you. If I get rich, that's what I'm doing. That's been my goal. I've always wanted to build a Rucker Park in Springfield. I grew up in the home of basketball, and we've never had anything special for anybody here for basketball. I promise you, there's, the NBA never gives back. And there's been, like, I really want to do a Rucker <laughs> Park. Is that their here. slogan? <laughs> Is that their slogan? The NBA does not give back. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> and I want to do something for the people who grew up around here. There's not, there's, you know about Springfield. It, it's, like you have a, somewhat of an idea you went to college around here and it's like it's not a great place it truly isn't it's, it's one of the top yeah. 10 most dangerous countries in america i mean countries? cities in america <laughs> cities in america and it's it's not good and 
I think yeah. there's ways to change people's lives here. And if I ever got the spot where I could do that, I want to. So that's what I want to bring here. I want to bring a indoor gym that kids could go to like six courts or three full, you know, three full courts or something with a court with hoops on the other end. So you could even slice it other ways. And I, I would love to do something like that. And I feel like they have the, the power to do something like that. A top shot gym where you could go in there. Let's say it's in I, like Chicago I or think, something. I think that, so I think, I think you're kind of right, but like it takes time. Like, Oh yeah. It takes they're time. still in beta. They're still figuring it their own time, product out you. before they can be like, Hey, like, let's build a, a gym for the community. Like they could I, build gyms for the community. I think there's ways to really, really expand me. I'm, I'm working with the hall of fame right now and I'm, I'm kind of telling this to the public right now. Um, but I'm going to have an all-star game at the Hall of Fame for Top Shot. I'm going to pay for it out of my pocket. Whatever happens from it, from it happens. Um, so I'm working out something with them. And I'm going to invite influencers to come play in the game. So I already have some guys. Mike Zakarian is one of them. I talked to him at Terminal 5 about it. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't be paying to fly people out. But I'd be giving them the time in advance once they do get the cue that I would want them to be in the in the league or not in the league, but in the game. And we're going to play at the hall of fame on their main court. And there's three levels. There's so many camera opportunities and angles that we could do. And yeah, I really want to have fun with it. Uh, I know, I know you're in another country, Tandy. Jeb has the green light. And if you would ever want to play in the oh, celebrity I'll, all-star game, I'll be there. I'm there right. yesterday. Dog. And that, I'm all about going places and meeting people. I wish I could like gets, I don't know, like, Cole Anthony and Tyrese Halberton to coach the game. Like, you know what I'll, I'm saying? I'll get in like, contact I would, with Cole Anthony. I, that's, the, that's the grand plan. Like, that's my grand somehow plan. backs it and is like, we got you. Uh, but I'm working, like I said, I, I, I've talked with the people and um, I, I'm working out the logistics about the date right now, but pretty much the down payment, everything's done on it. Oh, my and goodness. I, I'm, Breaking I'm news. I'm going to make it happen. Damn. Uh, I, I think I've never, I've never used one of these videos and I feel like I need to use it. Hold on. You're you're about to like figure all this out. Figure it out. All right. So that, that video of me in my uh, string board. <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, that was uh, Pack Trip's answer to his hopes for S three. Let's three. <laughs> so let's I'm let's move along. Star game let's for August three. And That's what another it led thing. <laughs> Hold on, let's keep it going. Uh, so let's just give Chewy his question: Who's the bigger beast, Jeb in the bear suit or Chewy as a as a Wookie? I mean, Chewy's just objectively bigger than me. If, if that's a question, <laughs> I feel like he he could ten ten foot Wookie. Yeah, he's 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 a wook he's a wookie for real for real. All right, so we got to we got to get Chewie in the full the full get up. That's that's my goal for S three. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Coffee Attack wants to know, and big shout out to Coffee Attack. He's in one of the only discords I pay attention to. When are there going to be common users who love a dollar moments? I mean, you're you're, you're looking at him. I mean, all right. So there I'm you part go. Part Jewish and part Filipino. Like that's a <laughs> that's a potent combination for thrifty. So when those one dollar moments are there, I'm gonna be stacking those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know I want them now for the S1 pack. 
uh, yeah. raffle off. Um, and I guess the idea, of course, is that one day when there's Top Shot ads on TV, there's going to be people who want their $1 moments to get started. When and was the, the last? Are, the moments are good. Like that yeah. Noir block, I don't care if it's a dollar or $3. I'm down to own one, two, three, ten. Yeah. Why not? Last in-game moment, that was that would be the Vegas Summer League. That was the uh, in-game. Um, actually, was that the Bull Bull or that was the... Um... The Bull Bull was the last one, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. There's the answer to that one. Is it a moment if Jeb isn't there? It's not. Um, it's preach. There's an emoji of a face doing this. I don't know how we respond to that question. Did you see the KD in the 75th anniversary commercial say something to the effect of, I'm happy to be making these moments when Top Shot adds... We all I, hope those come soon. I know what ads cost. I, I work at a collectible shop and he runs commercials. It's like $4 an ad to run on ESPN. Yes, it's not on like prime times and stuff, but it's pretty cheap. It's really mm. cheap to run a commercial. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I think they're, 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 first of all, they are doing marketing. Like there are top shots things. When, when we were at the game, they put all of us in the suite on the big screen. And showed like a, like a Top Shot commercial. And they're like, hey, here are our Top Shot users. I really hope someone got a video of that because I was front and center for the whole thing, and I haven't found a video of that yet. So I'm hoping I can find it. But they I, they are marketing. They're just not like <clears throat> they just did that flow commercial with uh, the guy from Silicon Valley. Which so there's a good. There's a good. Uh, this is from another person from that Discord. He's saying, are you worried that the bulk of Dapper's newfound resources via investment are being used to flesh out the flow ecosystem versus building out Top Shot? No, 100% not. I mean, Top Shot is their number one priority. They're not going to take away resources to like work on other stuff. Like There are people I've, I've seen complaining who are like, why are they doing NFL Dapper if there's not like they haven't finished Top Shot? Like, are they taking developers away? And it's like, no, they have a blueprint already, so they don't need as many resources because they're taking what they already have and just customizing it for the NFL. I don't think there's any any way they're doing that. I mean, that's why you have someone like Jacob who is Top Shot designated, while Roham from the beginning is the Dapper CEO. He's not the Top Shot CEO. Right, and as true. they're getting bigger, Roham is less and less in the forefront. And that's good. That, that's a good sign. That's not a bad sign. No. Okay. And Dustin says, we need a bang set where it's in your I3s and clutch threes. And you can just hear Mike Breen's call. So, Dustin, I, I actually have a clip for you. There you go, Dustin, just for you. I, uh, uh, I've been trying to get uh, – so I, I haven't had any guests on my show yet. Uh, I, I've kind of been saving that for Jeb. And um, I asked DJ Bobito Garcia to come on my show from cool. uh, NBA Street 2. Mm-hmm. And NBA Street, you know, he used to, like, call the games and stuff while you're playing and everything. So I hit him up, and I'm like, hey, like, I make Top Shot videos and stuff. He was like, hey, kid, you know, I ain't got time for your podcast, you know. He said He's that like, to Good you? Good luck, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much my DM. <laughs> He was like, good luck with your podcast. I sent him a YouTube link. And and he's like, the NBA does not care, neither do I. Yeah, so he, <laughs> he pretty much like big time. He was like, listen, it's not like worth my, my time, whatever. Uh, I get it. I'm not paying him to come on the show. Why is it worth it? Well, I got a low following. Like he, he doesn't have any incentive. He, he's, you know what I'm saying? So I get it. But I, I DM'd Austin because this is what I really wanted to bring him on for. And I wanted him to I wanted to play a whole bunch of handle stuff. And I wanted him to kind of narrate them 
and like we could kind of see the vision and put two and two together. And you know how we've already had narrated stuff with Mike Conley and Tori Craig and, and all that, where they're just taking yeah. a selfie in a hotel room, talking about their moment. Yeah. And um, so I, I hey, want DJ Bobito Garcia to narrate a whole handle street hoop set. That would and be cool. And now they've leaked that. Like I've talked about that a very, very long time ago, maybe April or something, where I tried to do all this. And now the handle set is coming in S3. And I wonder if DJ Bobito Garcia is going to voice it. Well, if they do I'm... that, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get your shine on that one. Yeah, I if hope they, so. If they do that, we're we're finding DJ and we're forcing him to be on your show. Yo. Yeah. Or do you do you do you, do you think that's happen, gonna happen? Though. Like I literally came to him and I like to. Uh, it would be know. cool if it happened like that. Like I so I think we need top more track... of that. Like Breen yeah. going bang, and it made me think of that. Like yeah, like I, that's what I want to see. Like right. that's from S three. That's another thing I want to see. Yeah, it is narrated narrated things maybe game sound i know that's like a weird thing that they they're trying to figure out but can top shot go to these games and just have a mic and get game sound they don't have to use abcs or something no i want the authentic thing i need the authentic or don't give it to me at all is like, abc authentic if you have your own mic and you're there like that's oh no no that's no yeah it's fine but it has to be from that very game like that oh, you want to hear the official yeah call. i need no i don't even need the official call but if you're putting sound it needs to be like that moment in time sound like I can't have some generic sound. But like, Jeb, weren't, think, what were, didn't I tweet this at you like yesterday when you said you didn't get the sound on your pack grip? Could we use the same idea where oh, it would be I a where it, it would be a moment and we would use the voice actors from Squid Game, the American ones, and it'd be like, "Hey, I'm taking a shot right now! <laughs> wow, it went through the hoop. Got it? No, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be great. Just as good." That would be pretty funny. I want I, that I, so bad. I want that one so bad. My. Where is that from? <laughs> I think you should leave. You got to watch that show. Like, you got to watch it. Uh, well, I think um, we're, we're coming on two hours and 15 minutes. I think it's probably time for people yeah. to close their browsers. Um, what else we got? We got anything left? <laughs> Wait, yeah, we're gonna I still got a little juice left. Tandy, have you not seen my streams? I go like four or five hours easy, right? Like... That's what I'm saying. I knew Deb was here. I'm, I know a minute. It's like when you're fighting Usman and Co Covington, you know, it's going five rounds. Yeah, like it's, go it's going deep into the round. This isn't a first round knockout. Yeah, I don't just run marathons in real life, Tandy. Well, I got, no, yeah, I mean, I gotta, I gotta start my streams at like noon, not at 11 p.m. My no, time. just um, Tandy, do what I do, don't sleep. Play, like, come uh, on. So we got to interview Tandy. We got to flip this on its head. <laughs> yeah. right, right now, why are you Sapo Verde? Sapo in Portuguese means frog. Why are you the green frog, Mr. Well, Shot Tandy? That's a great question, and I'll answer that. Um, right after this. No. Um, why am I? Because I, I created my account when I was in Brazil, and I needed a random name, and I was in uh, Brazil. So I'm like, all right, I'll be um, green frog. That's why I did it. Nice. <laughs> all right. Nice. Okay. That's <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Do you have any hard-hitting questions for him? Uh, I do. Now that, now that you got the wheels turning, I'm like, man, maybe I do need – I, I like, want to prepare. I'm, I'm so nice to prepare questions for people. I'm actually uh, doing a video with Austin super soon, and I'm hoping it's a solid, like, three, four-hour video that condensed <laughs> into, like – because, no, I mean, like, my Dumbo video, I think, was three, four hours, and, like, I cut it to, like, half that. But, yeah, I'm hoping – I've like been working on the questions for it and I'm hoping to get a really nice, like long conversation with him. Cause Austin's like great. Like 
super knowledgeable. Like all, all the appearances I've seen him do and stuff is like so great. And I just feel like there's like a lot of questions I want to, I really want to ask him. So yeah, Austin, I'm very excited about that. So there's some uh, Jeb Corp alpha for you. Yeah, I think I think Patrick definitely wants to get some questions about Patrick Williams in there. I've got to have answers. I need just, oh, Austin. Yo, just jo- when you talked about Austin with the notebook, that reminded me like that sold me on Austin. The way I I know Jacob is an encyclopedia on basketball. The way kind of we are like we really love the game and everything. And yeah. Here, uh, you know Austin and everything. I didn't know how deep he was. But you said he had a notebook out and everything. That's mm-hmm. how I would be. Like I, I would have a notebook at these AAU tournaments. Uh, it's called basketball. Like I interviewed Donovan Mitchell when he was in tenth grade. I I get like I, I used to write for the paper. So on the website, I gave him player of the tournament. Like he won MVP of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he was a tenth grader. I wasn't supposed to be like kind of giving it to those people because they're supposed to be juniors who are supposed to headline the whole tournament. Players mm-hmm. like Noah Vonley. Uh, who else was in there? Uh, Jalen Adams. Just household were, names is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were like guys that made it to the league and everything that were there, but there were also bigger names than him. He had Eric Paschal on the city. This was his team. It was this guy, Kevin Narfo, who was like 6'9". He kind of just reminded you of like a little Kevin Garnett type player, like high energy. He was catching every lob possible, punching shots, real bouncy. And then Eric Paschal, Donovan Mitchell, and then this 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 white boy Wolfgang Navagraz, the fanciest name ever. I still remember it. This the team smashed everyone that that uh, that whole tournament was like undefeated. Um, but yeah, Wolfgang Navagraz. He ended up going to Harvard to play, and yeah, it was it was intense. And I was there when he took his Louisville offer. Like Rick Pitino showed up, and I seen him in person. And he after that tournament, he signed with with Louisville. All right, like, and that is a continued from the notebook. Like, and I used to just take <laughs> take notes and stuff. And that, yo, when you said he took a notebook and he's sitting there at summer league, like, bare, like obviously, if you have a notebook and stuff, you can't communicate with everybody. You know, you shut yourself out and you're locked into the game. So somebody no, like Aust- that, I know, Austin is the is... real deal. Mm-hmm. And him and Jacob, in my eyes, are like there's a gold standard in Dapper, and it's them too. Yeah, no, Austin. I mean, everybody else Austin... is like, you know, there's community guys like. uh Who's your buddy Dumbo, and so there's him and, and the other guys. But I mean, like, I mean, Mustafa I I really wanna, loves basketball. Yeah, Mustafa really play. loves basketball, and he really knows what he's talking about. But yeah, I, Austin is uh, Austin is equally, if maybe even more, like encyclopedic when it comes to basketball. That dude like knows his stuff. Like it is. They won't so put their name on crazy. bullshit. Excuse my language again, but it's they won't put attach themselves. I know Jacob. And Austin, if these guys thought the product was trash or, or it wasn't going to help basketball in general and move the game, they yeah. wouldn't be a part of it. And that's why I'm so sold. When these guys leave, that's when I well, kind of got I mean, I can, like, oh, I can, maybe it's not about hoops anymore. I can tell you from just talking to a bunch of the people at Dapper, both like like video chatting and like in person, like they all top to bottom are people who care about the product first and like love basketball. Like – Top shot economist, I, I think he's has some incredibly terrible takes, but he loves basketball. Like in we were talking there, I it's I don't think it's on video, but I was screaming at the top of my lungs at 3 a.m. in a Vegas like bar at the top shot economist telling him I would burn down his house for like some of his takes. Like, like he cares about basketball like a lot. And like, I mean. I do too. So 
I think everyone from top to bottom, uh, Alan, Alan said in an interview and he says like Dapper, we only hire the best. And I, I really, I really believe that because every single Dapper employee I've met is not only someone who like is super capable and one of the best people at their job. Like even Dumbo, who's not the biggest basketball guy is like incredible at what he does. Same with Candy. She's, um, she's persistent for seeing, for being someone who doesn't like basketball. She's openly said it. She's like, I loved football growing up. Wasn't big in basketball. I'm still here just for the community. Yeah. Like, and and she, that's and that's what it is. And she she definitely keeps everything uh going, you know. Yeah. Uh you don't know what time it is for me, but you guys like the sun's setting on you, right? Um mm-hmm. but anyway, this dude says his friend went to Springfield and got stabbed. Sorry to hear that. But there you go. That, that's that's right. supporting uh when Patrick's was that? point. I, that, my bad. <laughs> no that's all good um all right hey, well he was talking crazy yeah <laughs> oh, i just you know my brain just connected the dots of that joke um <laughs> yeah jeb's obviously the mole yeah jeb come out with it already i know i'm i'm too positive about top shot lately but that's good to be fair well, it was I was positive before the Milwaukee trip. That I feel, I honestly feel like that didn't really influence. I was already sold at that point. So yeah, yeah. Chewy, do you mean the economist who stabbed the guy in Springfield? I sincerely hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think I'm going to go to sleep now. So <laughs> we're going to plead the fifth. All right. Well, thank- you just leave it running, and me and Patrick will be going. Yeah. Yo, step out. That. You'll come back, you and your up. channel will be deleted. When he wakes up, we're still here. I'm gonna wake up. Patrick's gonna be like, and that, and then the what it the personal trainer is gonna be. It's only pers- one two C yet. That's what you're gonna see when you come personal back. Personal trainer is gonna be sponging you down. He's gonna be asking you. <laughs> what? Is- <laughs> Hank, Hank is gonna be sponging you down, depending on what set you're holding. All right, so. Thank you, guys. Until the next time. I think next time I have you guys on, I'm going to have to start two hours earlier. But anyway, I appreciate it. And until the next time. Thanks, everyone. Static Selective.